0: Hey, it's Mets. Before we get started, wanted to remind everyone of the Skylands Taste of the Town Homebrew Competition coming up on April the thirtieth. Go to njhops.com/stott2016 for all the information about the competition and to register your entries. That's njhops.com/stott2016. We hope to see you at the competition. Also wanted to remind everyone that The Cool Ship can now be found on Glass Onion Radio. That's a nifty little blue station on the internet. Go to glassonionradio.co for the program guide and let us know what you think. All right, on with the show. Welcome to The Cool Ship Podcast dedicated to beer lovers, home brewers, and professionals alike. With your hosts, Warren, the Professor Wilson, and Matt, Zigmeister Ziegler. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to grab a beer and chill on The Cool Shift.
1: The Podcast. Podcast. (laughs)
2: Coming coming to you
1: recorded from Hongru University. It's a cool place. (laughs) I'm getting pushed back there.
3: Yeah, he's telling you to sit your ass back in your seat.
1: I can't reach my fucking glass if you don't let me pull. You
3: have nothing in your glass. There goes my fucking earmuffs. (laughs) But you can't hear anything, can you?
1: So welcome to hold the
3: on everyone. Podcast. We're having technical difficulties at the moment. Why don't we not? 14 seconds
1: into the show and we already <laughs> fucked up. That's why I posted on my picture. No. This will be interesting.
4: <laughs> Mulligan.
1: Uh, it's 14 seconds into the second show in like 30 seconds. Yeah. Okay. After 17 beers that you managed to
3: drink. Okay. Well, we got we got a lot of beers coming up here. They're gonna be good, hopefully. Well, maybe you heard the teaser. Let's. Teaser so. <laughs> Teaser, so we'll uh, no, I'm gonna judge, I'm not gonna let you guys judge this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna judge it hard. Um, but I guess before we begin, we got a few announcements to make. We got some stuff going on this month before anything else, uh, in, before our next episode comes on, so I, you know, we should probably talk about that. I'll let Warren talk about this one. It's the uh, the taste of the town is gonna have a beer competition,
1: yeah. We uh, we have a taste of the town competition coming up on April 30th. Um, It's open to 200 entrants Right now we're at about 100 We have uh, all categories That were associated with the BJCP Which is Beer Judge Certified Program And it's sanctioned by the AHA We have I think there's 37 different categories So if you ever get on uh, On our webpage It's hosted by NJ Hops, Which is North Jersey Homebrewers Organization Of Practicing Zimmergists um, At www.njhops.com forward slash s t o t t 2016 sign up for the competition uh entries are eight dollars a piece two beers at 12 ounce bottles and uh instructions will follow along that link
3: is it is it two beers or three it's two
1: it's two beers per entry um and you can enter one uh category once and but up to eight times or six times
0: Two beers at twelve ounces, twenty-two ounces, no or 20, no twenty-twos.
1: Uh, oh, it said
0: it on. They Standard. must have taken it off. It was or whatever the the slightly taller ones are. It's not maybe it's not 16. sixteen sixteen. I'm sorry, and then and then also flip tops were flip also, tops, Sorry,
2: yeah,
1: yep. flip tops sixteen ounces. I'm sorry, yeah, I got so I twelve ounces, sixteen ounces. 12,
0: 12 ounces or sixteen ounce, uh, but it had to be amber glass. That's correct. Yeah, so
3: if you guys homebrew and you want to put something in there, I mean, this isn't just for people who have been homebrewing for a while. You want to hear any feedback? You think you got a great beer? I mean. You could think you don't have a great beer, but you want to get some feedback from some people who really know some stuff. I mean, the judges that we're going to have over here know their stuff about beer, and they will give you really good feedback as to what you can do to better your recipes and move forward in home brewing. So even if you're just getting into this, I think it's a great idea to enter in. Uh, who knows? You might be able to win. At the very least, you're going to get some great feedback as to what you can do to help yourself move forward. Even beer. if
1: you know, even if it's a shot in the dark, and you do win, you get. We have some great swag. Yeah. Not only did, does yeah. it, not only do we have some great prizes for this, um, we also have uh, the event at the end of the night, which is mm-hmm. the Taste of the Town event, and there's over a dozen wineries, breweries, and distilleries that are going to be presented along with some food, some local craft yeah, food, yeah, really good food too. Um, and it's all held over at Donaldson's Farm on April 30th. The judging for our competition starts at 9 a.m. and goes through 12 p.m. and then we break for lunch. Then it continues from 1 to 4. And then at 6 o'clock, the door's open for the taste of the town. So if you and your wife are in in the area, Donaldson Farms on Allen Road. Uh, or
3: your you and your husband, you know. Or if you and your. you're a lady listening to this. No. Or, or you and other. your significant <laughs> other.
1: <laughs> you and your lover. You and your best friend. You and your mom. Whatever. You um, and your
3: parrot. I, yeah. Do they, I do they allow parrots? I think they allow.
1: Yeah, sure. Sure. No. I don't think dogs are allowed, though. But parrots. Pirates are allowed. Pirates are allowed. <laughs> <Arr>. <laughs> R, R, no. Are you allowed? I, yeah, no, no. absolutely. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just, so I was acting like a pirate earlier, and Matt goes L. Oh. yeah, right but over percent. Well, yeah, Give him we, a beer. Forgets his people joke. People heard this.
3: People heard the teaser. So we, we're beyond that. now. I don't remember <laughs> stuff. Oh,
1: I'm sorry. I'm so beneath you I'm now. I'm so beneath. <laughs> I'm beyond. You're I'm beyond, beyond us. <laughs> we don't need that in there. I'm, I'm well beyond you guys right now, so. (laughs) No, no, no. Um, Uh, Yeah. So anyway, uh, we got that going. Uh, Obviously, Homebrew University on Main Street in Hackestown, New Jersey, 160 Main Street, Hackistown. We're open Tuesday through Saturday, 11 to 7 during the week, and on Saturday, 10 to 6. Uh, Stop in for all your homebrew needs. We have all equipment, all uh, recipe formulations, and if you want to brew here, we have that capability as well. And then, of course, we have the ever-so-brilliant oh, Ziegmeister brew, uh, Brewing Company, <laughs> who's very close to opening. Matt, why don't you give us an update yeah, on that? so
3: uh, a lot of stuff going on over the brewery right now. Um, let's see. Where exactly are we at? Today is Wednesday, I think. Uh, I have no idea. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. Today's, Today's Tuesday. 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 Right. Holy crap. Yeah, I, nice I was going to say, yeah, sure, it's Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> it's Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know days anymore. Stuff just keeps on <laughs> blurring it's together. It's all blurry, yeah. Um, yeah, we got all our tanks in. Everything's All all the tanks are set in. Um, installing my glycol right now. Uh, boilers being put through. Tasting room is almost complete. Uh, I just have to make an order uh, and finish up all the tap lines and everything like that. We are really close to getting open. This week, we're put, installing the mezzanine. I'm installing uh, the cold storage box. is going to be coming in. We're looking at possibly being up and running by... Or, up, up and brewing beer in the next week or so
1: when the corporate box is going in
3: the corporate box
1: yeah yeah you, you know mezzanine. like a stadium <laughs> well, yeah the, the mezzanine so the, i figured you guys the vip winning. lounge <laughs> <laughs> no, the uh, corporate boxes yeah. are going is in there a champagne, that's that's room? Room? Yeah, champagne a champagne room, room. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's not champagne
3: yeah <laughs> 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 um
4: that's an ipa room <laughs> yeah.
3: no the uh i mean within within a couple of weeks we're we're gonna be brewing um I've already gotten word from the state that they're 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 interested in moving forward with a temporary license for me, so I need temporary COs. Uh Just uh, you know, a few more things to finish with the construction before I can get that and then start actually brewing. And I'm sure anybody who's following me right now on any social media sees all the pictures and updates that I'm putting on. Uh, if you don't, please follow through. Facebook, all ten Instagram, of you, yeah. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, all Zigmeister, uh, zigmeister.com, zigmeisterbrewing.com. Whatever you guys want to go to, sign up for our email list. I'll let you know. Oh, Carl's opening. Some
2: I'll
3: let you guys know when uh, things are moving forward with everything, when I'm brewing, and when our grand opening is going to be, uh, which more than likely is going to be early May, uh, unless there's severe complications that delay us. So I'm not going to promise anything at the moment, but uh, it's all looking what, good is right a now.
4: Pregnancy? Severe complications? Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: See, that's funny that you say that because really, those that don't get into business for themselves don't really realize that. You know, construction takes a long time. The many hiccups hiccups involved. You're you're, you're relying on, like, 30 other people to make your shit happen. Yeah.
3: I mean, I'm to the point right now where just the other day, and I don't know if my newest plumber is going to be listening to this, but if you are, you know, shame on you, sir. (laughs) The other day, I I, I was talking with him, and I'm like, okay, I want you to install my steam piping. Uh, I need this stuff done quickly because you're pretty much the last person in line before I can get my license and move this stuff forward. Can you do this in time? And he said, oh, no, you'll be the next thing on our list. We'll move you forward. We'll get this done. And I said, I have a week to a week and a half to put this work. No problem. No problem whatsoever. After he left, the guy went on vacation outside of the country. He's coming back on Wednesday. Boo. Which is tomorrow, by the way. I just learned that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I today, that was today is Tuesday.
3: <laughs> He's going back tomorrow. He's going to give me the quote the afternoon for me to accept. And then what? He's going to have all the piping ready to s- install Thursday, Friday? No, he's probably going to order the piping. Maybe get it on Friday, install the thing a little bit on Friday, and the rest next week afterwards. Which I'm not going to get it. I'm a little upset. And uh, keep, drinking that. keep drinking that. Oh, it's going to be nuts later. It's
0: time for a public shaming. What's his name? <laughs> well, What's I'm, his no, name? I'm oh, not no. going to say names.
3: No, no, no. I'm not going to say names unless no, he no, does no, a no, great no. terrible job. In which case he does, then it's probably going to cut people's heads off because steam piping. But that's that's. Um, <laughs> Hopefully you don't do a bad job. That's what people don't realize. Shame. And if
1: you're ever ever thinking about opening up a business or even opening up a brewery, you're thinking about the beer that you can make. You're not thinking about the other business parts of the business, which is 90% of it. Yeah. Maybe 10% is beer making. 90% of it is other stuff. And if you don't know the other stuff... 50% of it is crying over your checkbook as you write checks to other people (laughs) without
3: actually putting anything into your bank.
1: It's called bleeding. Then
3: there's... Then there's the construction side, and mm-hmm. then after the construction side, there's also the hiring people that you got to do. Right now, I probably have 50 to 60 people looking for the sales position job that I've hired. Also, HR. if anybody's looking to be a driver or delivery driver and can pick up kegs and really likes that doing that, talk to me. <laughs> uh... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so we're in the middle of interviewing people. we got other jobs coming up. we got the hey, tasting Hey, Matt, we're in Warren
0: in County, area. New Jersey. Yeah. There's plenty of people to do that job. <laughs> <I'm sure laughs> plenty of people. They but know people, how to drive tractors. But people who they love, love
3: beer and like to drive, maybe not drink beer at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's drive, the thing. Really no, no, like no. Beer? You
0: can't sell the driver on the idea of he's going to have a lot of beer in the truck with him. That's probably a terrible <laughs> idea. The benefit of this job is you'll be driving lots and lots of beer around, and you can have some if you like. Yeah, I don't think those livers are going to ever make it.
2: <laughs> no, but nope. it's
3: great when per- because the person's involved in communicating with the place they're dropping it off to. And a lot of times those people also ask them, it's like, oh, this beer's not pouring right. Oh, do you know what's going on? And they- if they're like, I don't give a shit about beer, fuck you. You know, it's not really great. They're like, oh, absolutely. I want to make sure your beer's great. So, all chat.
0: of you who have recently graduated from the Cicerone program, please call Matt.
3: If you can lift a keg and you graduated from the Cicerone program, and you haven't run into things with a vehicle, please call me. <laughs> if you yeah. have a
1: clean driving record. As of today. <laughs> or anyway, tomorrow.
3: So, beyond that, what do we got going on? We Our teaser episode is all IP stuff. Um, <laughs> IPAs, IPLs, IP... IP daily. IP, <laughs> have to drink it this. We're peeing <laughs> momentarily. A little. Um... I think our first one right now is the Line and Kugel IPL that we're going to be discussing. But we got some IPAs as well and some other. So Carl, can you give us a down low of what we
1: did on our teaser again? Can you reiterate what beers we tasted?
0: Yep, absolutely. And by the way, we should introduce John again, just in case somebody only listens to episodes, not no. Oh yeah, Jonathan makes shoes
3: and he likes. he likes shoes Zipped for her. Up. Wait, no, Oops. wait, no. It was, it was shoes? <laughs> wait, he likes women's shoes. Wait, no, what was know, it? Why? I can't wait, remember. Wait, wait. No, 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 no. Wait, wait. John was, Shoemaker is a beer guy, not John. Like, I don't. It was this. something about it's zippers. It's John, not Jonathan, the, either. So it's, it's John, not Jonathan. It's <laughs> oh, okay. John,
2: not
0: Jonathan. The zippers are for him, not for her, <laughs> and they are men's shoes. <laughs> okay, that's right. Okay,
3: well, let's let let's let Jonathan explain himself here a little bit.
4: Um. I've been running a beer blog for about eight months or so. Uh, John Schumacher's uh, Beer Reviews, uh, it's a WordPress blog. Uh, I've got some no's from uh, places like Weyerbacher and bigger breweries. Uh, I try to post weekly content, mostly beer reviews, but I do on occasion do things like industry news. Um, I'll go off the beaten path and do a mead review every once in a while. It's... uh, I have about fifteen, maybe two dozen followers at the uh, large side of the scale. There, hoping to pick up new people. Always wanting to promote good breweries. Um, I think there's just one opening up in Hackettstown, Zig something or other. Uh, yeah, he's going guy, guy Zig skirt life. brewing. Zig skirt, yeah, that's Zig skirt girl. No, 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 that's no, nothing Zig, like it. Zig girl skirt. <laughs> Zig girl skirt. <laughs> <laughs> Um, not a whole lot of experience. No, that's on not the it production either. Production side. Jersey skirt yeah. meister. <laughs> Jersey skirt meister, yes, sorry, Jersey
1: yeah. skirt meister girl. <laughs>
4: that's um, it. And I feel it is an honor Nailed and a it. privilege to sit... Jersey Skirt Meister-, Meister Girl <laughs> University. <laughs>
1: I'm sorry, I can't it. let you finish. No, <laughs> no, we're, we're not, not. going to let you trying finish, to comment, uh, He's trying to comment. He's trying to say so, positive uh, things about us over about here.
2: A,
4: I'm trying to plug both of you guys. Okay. So you're just talking <laughs> over me. Sorry, John. Go ahead, John. John, don't ever
0: let anybody know how many followers you have. It's a bad idea. Oh, well, you'll just have to end So
1: anyway, Jersey Girl Skirt Meister University. No, just... John what
3: what's the uh the name of your podcast blog, or your beer blog your beer blog
4: it's John shoemaker's beer reviews okay uh, and where can we find it on WordPress it's all on WordPress okay yep.
1: so is WordPress a program
4: we WordPress is a platform you can do either websites or blogs and okay so
1: what's your website location
4: john shoemaker's beer reviews dot com dot com it's it's a Okay. WordPress, you can find it. It's okay. uh, easier it's to Google that
0: to than to type it all out. That's right.
4: Well, yeah,
1: right. I, I know that the NJ Hops is a WordPress mm-hmm. web page. Yeah, oh. okay. like you but said, so I don't know why WordPress you have to say WordPress. A, I know it's a program, it's it's so just, why do you have to say a, WordPress?
0: Well, because it lets people. It's like saying yeah. I'm on a Squarespace site or something. I don't, like I don't care that. if well, you're on yeah. a Squarespace it, it, site. It you know, some people use Tumblr, some people
4: use
1: Reddit. I I use WordPress. Well, well, so. Very briefly, describe the difference. For me, when I go on internet, I don't give a shit about what that shit is. I'm not, I'm not being rude to you. I'm no, just I like, know. I'll, I'll type in your name and .com, and it comes up, and that's what I'd see. When well, you go on the internet, you don't know the name of our website, Warren. You're not a very I good I know good the name here. of our website, <laughs> <laughs> goddammit. What is it? it. It's .com. I've
0: been there Seven many. Seven episodes later, he finally got it right.
1: Fuck you. I'm sure I'm much more than you and you combined together. I've been on that. Yes, I'll blow the shit up, man. You fucking get me angry.
0: See, all I have to do is mute your line in post.
1: All I have to do is kick your ass out of here. It'll never get done. And then you have no the episode yes. will never post, Warren. You hey, want to know? Hey, guest, shut your mouth. It's a lowercase Aww. g. <laughs> no. no, just
2: kidding. No, John, so, John
1: no. knows his shit. John no, was over helping he knows me at the brewery. Shit. He Anybody- was over here. I know John knows his shit. I know you know he knows his I shit. I never that said knows. that I didn't know his shit. All I'm saying is that for me as a layman who doesn't really understand internet, concepts I don't give a shit if it's WordPress. I don't give a shit if it's Tumblr. <laughs> I don't care if it's Twister. Whatever it is. Twister. Yeah, well, you laugh. There might be a Twister out there. You don't know.
2: But is that anyway. Like no, that's yeah. not true.
1: You know that it's grinder. So for me, if I get online, ww.john blog.
4: John Beer Right? Boop. Boop.
1: You got Boom. it.
4: Google it.
2: <laughs> Google Check that shit that shit like out. <laughs> He's got some really good yeah, information he, on this there. This guy knows his stuff. He, would,
3: know? he became a pipe maker the other day at the brewery because he already knows so much about Let's beer. He's talk ready about for laying the laying pipe thing. anymore at the brewery. No, not laying pipe, <laughs> <laughs> threading pipe. Threading, threading pipe. This oh. dude sat on it and twisted.
2: Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> <Please laughs> at what edit point? That out, please. <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no. At what point do you say to yourself, "Am I threading the pipe correctly? <laughs> is that a man or a woman?" <laughs> <laughs> I hope the guy is a woman's comment. I hope so too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so top five beers no no anyway top so go five IP ahead ip india pale somethings india by pale IPXs, is ipx's is what we call it, it. We oh, call it IPXs. I, the, india like pale that. ale or india IPX. pale lager uh so we have uh from the teaser so if you listen to that episode we have from inbev anheuser Busch, we have the goose Island IPA Goose. Goose
1: Goose Island IPA
0: From the old Miller Coors And I forget Who the hell owns them is, is it just Miller Coors Or is they're a parent company There too Like uh, Duvel Or something like that No, no. It's, it's Miller Coors Still yeah. It's just Miller Coors Okay uh, That is the old Leinenkugels India Pale Lager That's what we got In our hands at From Pabst Blue Moment. Ribbon We bring you Ballantine's IPA Ooh. From uh, Yingling uh, in good old Pottsville, Pennsylvania, you got the Yingling IPL lager. And finally, from uh, <clears throat> Sam Adams, you've got the Rebel IPA. Not Boy the I little one, not the big one, the one right down the middle, mm-hmm. the original Rebel IPA.
4: <laughs> not the Rebel Rider, not the right. Rebel Rally.
0: So, in the glasses of these gentlemen in front of me right now, the three of them, they have Linenkugels,
4: gentlemen and guests,
0: <laughs> gentlemen and guest <laughs>
4: I'm not a gentleman, huh? From
0: Bobby Shoemaker's... Wait, no, that's Bobby horse racing. Bobby um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: He
4: works down the road. Didn't
1: you race in like the Kentucky Derby last year? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that was a few years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got the old Line and Kugel's IPL in your hands. Break it down, boys.
3: Break it down
0: now. What's it taste like? What's it smell like? How would you make it?
1: So at first glance... do you have another one? You're looking at it. It's a little... Lighter than copper. Maybe copperish.
3: No, when you tilt it on its side there.
1: Yeah, it's got some yellow copper tones to orange. Golden rod. A golden rod is mm-hmm. a good... good How uh, about burnished gold? No, I'd say golden rod. <laughs>
2: <Guessed>.
1: <laughs> is that
4: going to be a slur He now? said rod.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did say rod. I'm also getting a lot of caramel. Almost like an English... An English ale would have something like the Holy Grail ale, if you've ever had that out Now, there.
3: now are you getting these caramel from the the scent English caramel malts, or are you getting it from more English base malt? Is um, it more grainy flavors from,
1: like, a, an English pale? No, I'm getting caramel malt uh, from the scent right up front. I'm getting, like, a caramel caramel. Not from, not from a base malt, but I'm also getting...
3: Like, English light caramel, like C23 or C20, whatever. C20,
1: yeah. yeah, C25 or whatever it is. Yep, definitely something like that, or even maybe C40.
4: hmm And there's a little bit of a floral aspect to the hop, bill, is there not?
3: Yeah. This one's got noble in it. I, it it's got noble hops.
1: You're getting very faint hops, if there is any. I'm getting yeah. a lot of caramel in it, though. Very your your
3: f- malt flavor is pretty heavy. I mean, and that's typical of a lager. You mm-hmm. You don't usually get hop flavor coming through in a lager. Mm-hmm. It sits there for a little bit with bubbling CO2 while it does its Give whole it lager rest. thing right. while Give it's it rest. resting and you're going to lose a lot of your aroma.
1: I'm also getting a lot of mineral scent. Mm-hmm. Stuff like um, metallic almost.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But also
3: with a lot of lagers as well with the yeast and with the the, yeah, I guess a lot with the yeast you get that sulfuriness. Yeah. And with the the uh, possibly whatever minerals they added into this water, if they're just using the water that they typically have in yingling, it's it's or not the, this is the line of cobalt. but uh, y- you're gonna you're gonna get that metallicy coming through a little bit. Are you suggesting they didn't rest it long enough? No, no. the the the, the yeast rest or the the lagering time isn't gonna change anything on your water profile. Uh. um this is just gonna change the. Um, any of the, the off flavors that the yeast is giving during the lager fermentation, uh, that's going to then be taken back up uh, through the lagering time. It, it get, by dropping the temperature slowly to that lagering temperature, it allows the conditioning to happen, in which case the, the yeast is going to take up any of those off flavors and use it as food because there's no more sugars around for them to eat.
1: Right. I'm getting a very balanced uh, flavor profile on it this. It is. I'm not getting too much hops up front. I'm not getting too You're getting You're
3: getting bitterness in the background,
1: which is pretty
3: much what an IPL is going for. You Mm -hmm. have that very balanced malt forward-ish, not Mm -hmm. heavy malt forward like you would look for in a barley wine or something, but more malt, and it's got a distinct bitterness there in the background, but not hop flavor. Nope. Not hop aroma. Nope.
1: I would say it's more along the lines like a... If you were to take the IBUs and, and the gravity units and divide them into the, that scale, the boo-goo scale, as I call it, mm-hmm. you're looking somewhere around 55, 60. Um, most of the IBUs coming through at the 60-minute mark, um, nothing really coming through at the flavor or the uh, aroma additions. They might put something in there at sure, 30. Sure, I'm sure they do. I'm sure they put it even, even at the end. I'm, but
3: not sure, I'm not sure if they put anything at the end.
1: But the lagering time is going to scrub that away.
3: I'd say, they, I'd say <clears> they, <throat> they probably threw something in at 60 for bitterness and possibly 30 for a little bit of flavor, or maybe 20 for a little bit of flavor. I think
1: 20, because I think but 30, you kind of miss the mark at anything. I think you kind of miss yeah. that whole gamut at 30.
3: But yeah, they're they're throwing that. In. They're not going to put anything later than that because they know that at that point it's just going to sit in the logger and take It's not going to you any.
0: Right. So, is the purpose of an IPL because these guys are good at making loggers? Is it because they are going for that, that back bitterness, or they is it because that, they, they want, want something crisp, different?
3: They want that crispness that you're getting from a logger that everybody seems to like. Yeah. Um. When people go out there and they, and I mean loggers are the most popular right. style of beer in the world. Huge amount. So they're going for that crispness. They're going for that very easy drinkability but they're also trying to get those people who like bitterness to get into this as well. And you're getting a little bit of that background um, you know, background bitterness in there, a little bit more different balance to what you would normally have in a lager. And I think that's the big thing. That I, I, I
1: almost yeah. kind of think that um, there's a misunderstanding of what IPL should be uh, amongst the group. When you say India Pale, people are thinking about India Pale Ale and how hoppy it's going to be. I think... And the pale lager is on a type of its own where Mm. we're talking about how balanced it is, and that's how it should be. And the crispness should should come out through the front. And that's what's happening in these. And I think um, when you're tasting them, you're expecting the IPA characters to come aboard, but they're not there. And if you're not thinking of this the right way, I think you'd kind of be disappointed in that kind of beer.
3: And I think...
2: Thank you, Carl.
1: (laughs) I think the... uh,
3: Hold it to finish my beer. Um, even with even with an, a regular IPA, there are so many different distinctions of an IPA. You have um, a West Coast IPA, an East Coast IPA, an Australian IPA, an English IPA, and then... So, even when you're thinking IPA, there's different breakdowns of that whole thing. Um hop forward, just a little bit of bitterness, noble flavor, English flavor, fruity flavor. Is it just hop flavor? Is there any bitterness in there? You know, that whole thing. And then you throw the lager aspect into it. So the lo- the lager aspect in this part, normally it's like there's so many lagers out there that everybody knows what a lager is. In this aspect of it, there's so many different types of ale for the IPA that the lager is almost... The minority in this case, it and is. You but don't it, know where to fit it into right. that IP category. I
1: agree with you, but uh, tell me that you haven't had a pilsner, which is a lot. Oh yeah, that's more hoppier than these.
3: Oh yeah. Well, no, absolutely. That, and I think that's that's I a think German that, pilsner, but I think that would be a German style IPL or a no Czech style IPL, and the difference between the two of them is this is probably an American style hop used for their IPL right. whereas a pilsner would be a european style. Right.
1: So when you when you talk about Budweiser or Coors as being a lager, you're talking about them trying to be the german lager or some kind of pilsner, right? Because they are pilsners.
3: They are, but they're not european
1: pilsners. So tell me then again why we're talking about IPLs as being american and them not being american. In other words, like I I think people get a misunderstanding of what IPL should be. Yep. I think you're talking about fruitiness versus spiciness versus earthiness. And when you're talking about like Budweiser or Coors Light or Miller, you're talking about either spiciness or earthiness. And when you're talking about IPLs, mm-hmm. you're talking about fruitiness. Sort of like citrusy.
3: Usually when you're talking to the American side, that's what you're thinking.
1: Right. To- I don't think there's an IPL out there that has... That's England, that's European, is there?
3: No, because I think at that point, when you really think of an IPL, that's European, it's
4: not it's a an Czech IPL
1: Pilsner. anymore. Pilsner, Pilsner, whatever. That's, what, that's yeah. what I mean. What but I'm when you at.
3: take that Pilsner and you flip it back to the U.S., you don't think of an American Pilsner as being an IPL, right? Right. Because the Americans mm. try to put his so little, it's almost it, like a staircase thing. It's like an American Pilsner is completely different from a European Pilsner because. It ha- it doesn't have that I, that hop flavor. Well, that was a, I actually but when right. you flip it back to America with the hop flavor and being a lager, you get an okay. IPL yeah, exactly
0: right on the nose. That's great. I actually heard, to to your point, Matt, and I'm sorry to interrupt you before. No, please. Uh, I heard somebody interviewed that had been a head brewer, one of the big brewers at uh, at Budweiser, and they say, you know, as time goes on, they try to figure out what's the least amount of hops and the least amount of bitterness, bitterness that we can put into this beer and still call it a beer, yeah. right? I mean, because that's what, quote-unquote, Americans like, right? And uh, so, you know, to your point that the Europeans, they like their hoppiness, the Americans, they don't. So now you've got to make it a, quote-unquote, European style, right? You have to call it an IPL. You can't just call it a Pilsner, mm. an
1: American Pilsner. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I got customers. I have customers that come in here that are looking for 12, 13, 15 IBUs in a very malty beer and they want—they call that balanced, and it's so unbalanced. But they call that balanced. They're looking for less and less and less and less hops. I got a lot of customers like that who homebrew and want that. Um, I also think that you know when you're talking about IPLs, you're you're not using pills and malt. I think you're using two-row malt. I think you're using a little bit more maltier aspects of it. You probably could be using maybe half and half. But I don't think you're going to go more than that with the pilsen. I think when you're talking Czech um, pilsners, you're mainly pilsner malt. You know, something very, very light
4: and on the sweeter side.
1: Uh, Not necessarily. Maybe grainier. Not might Mm. not be Mm. might not be sweeter, but it might be grainier, um, cleaner, crisper, Mm -hmm. accentuating more spicy tones to hops. In, in the European side to it, and the more fruity tones and more, more roundedness in the IPLs, in the, in the American versions. Yeah. And uh, I think there's a misnomer. When you say IPL, people think immediately right there and there, it should be just like an IPA, only yeah. it's a lager. And it's not. It's not going to be that.
4: No. Well, that's yeah. why I thought it was at first. Thank you for correcting me.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: I think when
3: you really sit here and you break them down one next to the other, you there's tell. that distinction. And it's, it's a new... A new beer style. Right. It yeah. really is. A newer beer. Newer, beers. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, uh, yeah, it's it's a newer beer style, so each place has to distinguish it among what they make, right. what they feel it is.
1: And it might change. It, it could, might it change. It very well could. It's a very... Fluid. It's new. It's a very
3: fluid style. Yep. It, it's not it's defined because it's new. There's not a lot of people making it. Once Eventually,
4: a lot, it'll be codified.
3: Once there's a lot of people making it, at that point... It will, will be a standard, it will find right? a definition when 80% of the people are making it similarly.
1: Right. So my point is, don't be disappointed if you're going out to look at an IPL. Don't think of it as an IPA. Think of it as a lager. But look at the total roundness or the, the aspects of that beer and who makes it. We just cracked open a yingling IPL. Not a terrible beer, but certainly one that I won't go back to.
3: I think this, this is much more along the line, if you think of a... Slightly more American version of a European lager.
1: I, th- I agree with that. Or, 100%. European,
3: European pilsner. This is probably. I think you said it in the teaser episode, John. Uh, tetanang. It tastes very much like it. It's got that tea-like aroma to it. Tea-like flavor. Um, I get this a lot. This flavor a lot when I use Tetanang and any other beers that I make. Mm-hmm. What um, you
0: said in the teaser episode was this was strange. Tea-like. Yeah. Tea-like. Tea-like. Terrible.
3: Different.
1: That was me. Woody. Yes. Terrible, terrible was me. Tea Lake was me. I think you guys. I think agreed. I went on Tea like as well. Um, Woody. Shut I up think up I, might have said, yeah. I said Woody, maybe. <laughs> but I'm getting like it was uh, something that I would never drink again. Yeah. I mean, this is something that I just I don't like it. It's, it seem, it seems one dimensional. How about this? Yeah. It's uh,
4: transition beer. People are used to drinking macros. I don't know if it
1: would push you into craft, though. I don't think it would oh. push you into craft at all. I think this is right well, along the lines Well, there's some people
4: that never get beyond Shock Top and Blue Moon. Cardboard. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's, I'm getting... That's I'm harsh. Getting, I'm not really getting cardboard in this. For America's oldest brewery, that's a little harsh, right? I'm not no, really getting cardboard. I'm getting a... i am
3: getting I mean, the biggest thing for me is that, that noble spice and tea coming through.
1: You know what I get out of this? What? You really want to know? Tell me. Wet dog hair. Oh,
3: I can't <laughs> say I put a lot of that in my mouth.
1: <laughs> I have not, but I'm not putting this in my mouth. I'm smelling it. It's wet dog hair. No, this isn't wet dog. That's wet dog. That's no, I, I get a little wet dog. bit
4: of malty... Not, there's no.
3: smoked malt and wet dog in that beer. Oh, no, not there's smoked. No yes, smoked there's no
4: smoked malt in an IPL. I want,
3: I want to state for the fact there's no smoked malt. On I agree beer. with that. But <laughs> you when granddad, to do that when every
1: beer Warren tastes. <laughs> but with Granddad being on the deathbed, he's going to be like, what is it, Granddad? What is it, Granddad? Is it, granddad? There's, there's, there's noble dog. hops in there. There's wet dog hair no. in that beer. What is it, Granddad? There's...
3: Tetanang in the England IPL. <laughs> Guarantee it. Just like I guaranteed that smoke malt that didn't turn it's, out right. It, it's stale.
1: Uh, it's stale. Whatever it is, nah, it's stale. I'm getting from the... Res- if you finish your beer and smell the cup, it smells stale.
3: Well, maybe your cup is funky.
1: Yeah, it could be. Did you
4: burp in your cup? <laughs> it
3: could be that.
1: So our next one... Oh, okay. Um, I'm getting, I'm getting the cut the break, cut the break. <laughs> so uh, why don't we take a two-minute break here? Let uh,
3: you all take a. If you're drinking along with us, you yeah, you got to go to the bathroom,
1: bathroom. <laughs> use the men's room, make sure you flush the toilet, wash your hands, and we'll see you in two and two. <laughs>
4: Abroad, and I was had the luxury of uh visiting a buddy in Germany, and you, he took me out to a beer hole. He lives in the middle of the Black Forest, mm-hmm. and I looked at a beer menu when we went there, and I, I, I nearly fell off my seat laughing. And he says, "What's so funny?" I said, "Why are you? Why do you, you have all this?" Beer knowledge and hundreds of years of experience brewing beer in Germany, and you're selling Budweiser. And he said, "No, no, no, no. You don't understand. This is Budvar. This is the original recipe that America bastardized.
3: But it's a completely different company. It's a completely different something else. Yes, totally different. Bud Budvar originally sold themselves as Budweiser in the U.S. a while ago, and now they've been told not to because they're a completely different company. That's right." and yes. now they've yeah there's a lawsuit that's there's, on. In yeah, years, yeah, years yeah. it's years. over now they can't they've been told they can't do they that they call themselves
4: budvar in america yeah. well yep. yes. and they're upset with
3: that because welcome they were and them. they
1: should be welcome back to our uh, discussion here and that not that you guys have left but we are now talking about um sellout uh we're getting into goose island ipa sellout breweries um and our discussion is whether or not the beer changes over time, if it's different here than it is in Europe. And we're talking about, you know, uh, circumstances that are uh, pretty much beyond anyone's control when it comes to selling out for beer.
4: Certainly the consumer of the beer.
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, so now moving on to what's, what's now the Goose Island IPA. Um, Yes,
3: I mean, we got we, we talked before about IPLs. Now we're kind of moving into the IPA category, yeah. which more people are a little, especially with uh, craft beer people who are probably listening to the podcast, they're a little bit more knowledgeable on IPAs and right. what the flavor is going to be going for. So this is a now macro IPA by Goose Island because they're owned by InBev.
1: So a little, right. a little prelude. I mean, if you listen to the old uh, old man's club uh, tidbit on what Matt said, what the difference between a lager and an ale uh are um lagers are different strain of yeast that ferments lower at colder temperatures lower in the column of beer um and they also uh the ales uh ferment higher in the column of beer at ambient room temperatures um and they produce different types of flavors the lager yeast t- typically doesn't include or in input any flavor into the beer uh other than other kind of like metallic or uh, sulfury type flavors, which can be expunged through uh, fermentation technique. And then the ales actually impart a fruitiness to the beer, which uh, really works well with uh, IPAs. So moving on from what we did with lagers back on to now what's called ales. Then um, we're talking about India pale ales. And we can go into the history of the India pale ale, but we could save that for a different story. Um, that could go on for decades. <laughs>
2: Especially with your with your knowledge and history on beer wine. I could mm. talk about that for oh a whole other show.
3: I think I remember when you talked about it at one and, of the homebrew and some, calls, of it 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 yeah. <laughs> some of it might <laughs> be even be <laughs> true. went on for a good while. Some of it
2: might even be true.
0: But, yeah, it's it, with IPA, what I've, what I've learned is that it's. It, I don't know that anybody really knows the true story, right? That's, I mean, yes. I mean there, that's, yeah. that's, that's like a, a good the
1: r- There's a good story, and then there's a romantic story. Right, right.
2: And both are great.
1: Yeah, and they're... You know, when, when the legend becomes history, print the legend. So, it is... History is
4: written by the winners.
3: It is. It mm-hmm. is
1: what it is. So, getting back, um, we were talking about... So, we got, what, no,
3: yeah, we got another macro IPA over here. Right. Um, or we're getting into now macro IPAs or macro IPLs. Uh, we're guessing going forward... I mean, we've, we've tried it already, but we didn't try it knowing what it was. That this is going to be much more hop-forward... Um, a lot more hop flavor as opposed to bitterness. That's technically usually what you get for now when you when you talk about the bigger, more popular IPAs out right. there. Right. Uh so we'll see if this is actually what what's going on here. But at the same time, this was a fantastic IPA when I had this going into beer school. Now it's since then has sold out to Anheuser Busch to become a macro IPA. I feel it's changed a little bit. I'm sure we're going to get into context on this, uh, you know, as we start drinking a little bit more uh, and and talking about specifically this Goose Island IPA.
1: And when he says Anheuser-Busch, he means InBev, um, which is a a company that bought Anheuser-Busch. So Anheuser-Busch was the monster of a beer. That's why everyone equates InBev and Anheuser. Also, it is known as InBev Anheuser-Busch, right? It's A-B InBev. A-B, Anheuser-Busch InBev. Yeah. So... It's easy to say Anheuser-Busch. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm getting the same kind of f- scented flavor I did from Lennon Kugel's IPL. Yeah.
3: I'm, I'm it's getting a very lagery flavor right. coming through.
1: Uh, I'm getting that scent of caramel malt right up front.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: But there's uh, also that, the that that little bit of sulfuriness in right. the background. Right. And that, to me, immediately screams lager.
1: Now, is that in your best guesstimate? Now, this is a lot bitterer mm-hmm. than the IPL. Would you say that that's the best guessment from the water profile that they're using?
3: I think it would be. It's obviously not a yeast profile because someone who obviously knows what a lager is compared to an ale wouldn't put an IPA wouldn't, wouldn't call it an ale if it's a, a lager. So, it has to be a water profile thing. It's not a Excuse me. It's not a uh it's not a hop profile thing. It's
1: not a a, a grain thing. It's got to be water. I'm getting Bitterness up front, mm-hmm. which I did not get with the IPL. No. Which is good because it, it 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 kind of confirms what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And I'm also getting a little bit of hoppiness scent into the beginning of this, but I also get that malt. And then when I take that sip, I get a lot of like hop right up front. And I'm getting that and I think because the water profile, they're using hard, harder water yeah. than the softer. When
3: you use there there are two things in, in water that really whether accentuate hops or don't accentuate hops, and it's chlorine and sulfates, sulfate, sulfite, I can't remember. Sulfites
4: are right. in wine, sulfates.
1: No um, sulfate, but sulfites are also in beer, and we'll talk about oh. that. Yeah, but uh, <laughs>
3: but
4: it's it's it's
1: sulfate, sulfate.
3: Yes, I, I'm completely forgetting. Everything. No, it was sulfate. I, names <coughs> me. I, I can't remember shit anymore. Um, yeah, exactly. Gypsum. Um, Gypsum's
1: calcium <laughs> sulfate.
2: Yeah,
3: calcium sulfate, magnesium sulfate, that stuff.
1: That's that's epsom.
3: Um. The more you have of sulfates compared to chlorines, you're going to accentuate a hop flavor. But you're also, if you go a little bit overboard on them and go to like a four to one, you're going to get a sulfury flavor coming through.
4: That's bit typical sometimes. DMS? Hmm? DMS? Not, no. not,
3: nope. no, no, not, not that, not that extreme where you're going to get a vegetable okay. flavor, but to the point where you're going to get almost a mimic of a lager. Right. Uh, right. A little bit of a lagery sulfury flavor coming through, like a rubbery.
1: Um, yep. DMS is dimethyl sulfide. But dimethyl sulfide comes from dimethyl sulfoxide, which is found in each grain kernel, a ah. different chemical. What he's talking about is sulfate, and if you use a ton of it, you get this sulfury additive. It very much here. is like a rubbery tank. Yep, a tank. When, whenever yep. you
3: drink, uh, specifically, this always reminds me of like St. Paulie Girl. You get a lot of rubbery on it. Boom. Right uh, to the nose.
1: People can't <laughs> see that, but that. Yeah. I pointed right to yeah. my nose. He's right um, on the money on that one.
3: You get a rubbery flavor that comes through, and that that's the sulfates.
1: You know what they say about men with big noses, right?
4: Uh, they need they, larger handkerchiefs. No, they, <laughs> yes,
1: that's yes. one reason, but they smell a lot beer. Oops. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was stupid. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> yeah,
3: we'll edit okay. we'll that out. We probably won't, but. <laughs> <laughs>
2: just uh, make
0: me look like an ass. <laughs> Go ahead, Carl. We don't edit or Worn Out ever,
2: <laughs> especially when he gives us gems like that. <laughs> yes. uh, oh, my goodness.
3: Um, oh you know, my goodness. say when yeah, you get older, is. your nose gets but the, longer. The, the, the sul- I, think, I think that sulfury flavor mm. that comes through is not lager-esque. It's, it's, it's them putting a different water profile right. to accentuate the hop flavors. And normally when you accentuate the hop flavors, it's not aroma and flavor as much as it is bitterness. bitterness. Yep. And that's where you're getting this bitterness in the beginning, and mm-hmm. you're getting a middle flavor of hop. And there's no aroma to right. it. we right. are not getting any aroma.
1: Do you, would you say that before InBev bought them, you would get aroma? Mm. And you think that might be the difference that they're cutting back on? I think one of the differences that that might be. I think they're probably using
3: the exact same types of hops, mm-hmm. but they've cut out late additions.
1: I think you might be on so to something. So no, they're cutting corners. I think they're cutting it's corners. The, but it, Cutting corners, I think they're saving money because... Yeah. When it's it, all about the bottom line. It is. it is. It's bottom line brewing is what Absolutely. I always, con- always coined the phrase, bottom line brewing. It's when it comes to making sure that you can beat out your competitor and look at your sales to increase, you're going to cut out the costs yeah. that will make you go higher. I mean, honestly,
3: week. when you look at late-term addition hops, you're talking about three to times the amount of hops and that you would add for bitterness. It, that so costs they're probably, money. they're probably looking at this right now and looking at it in terms of, you know what? What can I take out of this that I'll still keep the majority of people to drink it? And they're saying I can cut out three I can cut out 75% of the hops right here and I still get generally the same flavor, just not as much nose. When well, Matt,
1: that com- you lost me. No. So when when somebody yeah. comes in, or
0: do they start using things like hop extract instead of real hops no. or whatever because oh, it's, it's cheaper still, it's, to it's, get no, the hop, hop extract it. still ex-
1: expensive.
4: Well, look at Sierra Nevada's Hop Hunter. Mm-hmm. Hop extract perfectly fine. No,
1: it is.
3: Because when you're using hop hop extract like they're using hop extract, it's perfectly fine because they are still overloading it with hops in the end. They're using the hop extract to make it so that they can brew the beer more efficiently. Right, right, right. They're using it in the beginning for the bitterness, and they're using regular hops in later end for flavor and for aroma, so there's not as much particulate in the kettle. They can whirlpool it correctly. They can cool it down easily. That's fine. Right. And their
4: purpose is not to cut corners. Exactly. But their whole goal here in Nevada is to uh, kind of like sustainability, right? Yes. So
1: I have sustainability, I have efficiency, all that sort I of stuff. I have customers coming in here who like to brew beer. And then we'll brew a beer. They'll brew here on premises. And they'll donate a five gallon keg of it to the store and mm-hmm. keep five gallons to themselves. And we'll put that five gallon keg on draft. Mm-hmm. People come in here and say they want to brew that beer. And then I go ahead and show them the recipe. And the cost that it costs to brew that beer, and because I'm doing a lot of what's called hop bursting, all of my IBUs of the hops are coming at late additions, which give you that burst of flavor and burst of aroma. It's expensive. Yeah, it becomes very expensive. Hops so, are not a cheap ingredient. So they're no. like, okay, so how can we cut costs on this? Oh, so you're a Goose Island. So less. So yeah. in order for me to sell that recipe to somebody. I say, okay, we could cheat out a little bit of hops here and there because really in the back end what you're getting is a different flavor anyway, so you don't really need these hops. You're looking for more of this flavor, and that's what we go with. Yeah.
3: Uh, now, now I know I mean, we talked about this a little bit in the break here, and nobody really heard it before, but John was telling us he was a huge fan of Goose Island before, before the buyout on this. Right. And now trying this again, I don't know if you've tried it really much since, the buyout or anything but i mean what's your opinions on on where it's kind of sitting right now
4: it's a ghost yeah pale it's a shell of what it was yeah absolutely this is one of the first ipas that i tried uh, in my craft beer journey and i said holy crap what am i drinking and uh, i i was hooked i mean this this is one of the beers that opened my eyes to craft beer Uh, you know, the IPA, and then I moved on to the Honkers Ale because I have a soft spot for English-style beer. And then as soon as I learned, you know, years later, that they uh, sold the Golden Goose, no pun intended, (laughs) I, I crossed them off my list, and I was angry and sad and tormented and crossed off another craft beer brewery off my list. It's okay. There's still 4500
0: to go. <laughs> well, well,
4: they, did, did they not did AB InBev not go on a spending spree in December and bought at four breweries in no, 4 they days? Bought, they
0: bought a there's lot. There's still 4496 <laughs> to go.
1: But I liked Breckenridge. Yeah. So so for me, I think it might be a lesser of a beer, but I don't I think your term of ghost might be a little Extreme, much, yeah, yeah, rightfully, so. it might be for you. It might be that, and rightfully so. And I'm not trying to take that away from you. But I think if you go to a craft bar or a craft beer and you observe what people are drinking, they're still drinking Goose Island IPA. They're drinking the crap out of they're Goose Island, still Island IPA. Drinking Goose Island. Yeah. I think just recently there was a uh, someone that sued in Bev. Somebody, some doctor sued in Bev. Because they were selling Leffe as an Abbey ale, I yes. just saw that. that? Oh yeah, on Beer guy. Advocate, yep. Yeah. Yep. it was on Beer Advocate. So, so you know that one doctor, I think it was a dentist, some guy said, "You know, I've been drinking this Leffe for years. You guys have been false advertising it as an Abbey. I'm suing you." I don't, I don't see that he's going to win. I really don't. I don't know. It, to uh,
3: me, it's it. it I, I don't. <laughs> see. To me, it's almost like. Entering a beer competition in the low category because there's nobody fighting it or nobody in that category, so you're going to get a medal. It's it's the what 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 lawsuit can I look for that might win because nobody's really looking at it, sort of thing. Yeah, an Abbey Ale is supposed to be a very specific category. It's supposed to be, or you know,
1: I don't think they've ever sold it as an Abbey Ale. I really don't mm. think that they're advertising it as an Abbey Ale. I don't ever. well enough. I, I don't to, know well to, enough I, to yeah, comment no, either. I'd have to look at the label yeah, again the and bottle, really see
4: right.
3: how the things are moving forward. I mean, yep. but if they sp- if they said Trappist, if they said Ooh, that's a big deal. burn. No, yeah, that's a difference yeah, because yeah. then the
1: Trappists the sig- would kill them. Yeah, the signature. Yeah, not <laughs> like all those that, nonviolent they, monks.
3: Those nonviolent monks would one day all of a
1: sudden come over and happen to not buy our AK 47s and just wreak havoc. Our I. Uh, our AK yes, 47s yes. What uh, our government's AK Bush 47s I, th- I think masters. you mean uh, AR fifteen. AR fifteen. Same thing. <laughs> uh, uh. I was reverting back to the seventies.
2: <laughs> in in the eighties, I ran contra the hate
0: of the A team and Hannibal. Yeah, 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 <laughs> and yeah, there we go. And B <laughs> A Barracus and Murdoch. Man, I just pulled all four of those out of my ass. Man, I didn't barely remember those characters' names.
1: Well, drinking. Can you pull a van out of your wrist? I pity the fool. You better knock me out, <laughs> sucker, or I'm not going to fly.
4: Speaking of getting knocked Sucka. out, what's our next beer?
0: So, yeah, I'll get to that in a second. But uh, your impressions of this beer when we first drank it blind in the teaser soda mm-hmm. were it was soapy, floral, filtered, and had Munich in it. So talk about the...
1: You know, I, I still think it was like caramelly. I don't mind this beer. I really don't. I will drink it mm-hmm. again and again and again. Especially if I go to a party and it's the only beer they have. It's I, the best of a bad situation. That resembles craft. It, yeah, it's the I, Sam I can, Adams. I know?
3: definitely understand the soapiness that we were talking about before. The filteredness. It's, it's a muted flavor when it comes to the hop. Flavor.
1: I believe so, too. You
3: have nothing beyond that 30-minute that's right. really
1: coming through. I believe so, too. You have
3: flavor. You have hop bitterness. That's all from the water profile. Pushing it forward. And I
1: think that you said something interesting. Like, beyond 30...
3: You don't taste anything. You don't taste anything beyond
1: 30. You don't. And I think that's what was missing in those IPLs. You don't taste anything beyond 30. So can we get beyond 30 in any of these craft marketed mass beer crafters? You know what I mean? I mean, they might throw something in,
3: but it might not be large enough that would come through. You
1: might have just hit on something there, Matt. Beyond 30. Are we getting beyond 30? Hmm. Maybe we coined something. Can you get beyond 30 with mass produced beer?
3: I think one of the big issues with a lot of mass-produced beer is you have to do two things. After you brew it, you have to filter it.
1: That takes, that scrubs... That tw- scrubs a lot of flavor. 28% of the yeah. flavor away, right?
3: And you have to pasteurize it. Exactly 28%. <laughs> 28.6. Two.
1: Six. Let's go with that. It's 2859
4: up
3: yours. You know what? I, I only go one decimal place when I talk on radio, so we're going to. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> scientifically, you should know this from graduating at Siebel and being a fucking chem major. You need to go two to be more scientific. Ooh. And if you were
3: smart enough, you would realize it was a biochemistry, not chemistry. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm
1: drinking No, no. So, so, so he was a bio <laughs> biology major and a chemistry major. So excuse me. A biochem major. A
4: biochemology major.
1: Yep, a biochem zermagist. That was a long, belabored <laughs> sigh,
4: <laughs> and that was Warren breathing was heavily into awkward. the mic.
3: No, <laughs> yeah, but uh, what, when you filter it, it's going to take flavor out. And when you pasteurize it, it's going to even remove anymore. Right. I mean, you, if you're going to pasteurize it to pr- preserve the flavor, to make sure nothing's going to go off on this beer while it's in out transit. there on shelf, in transit, doing whatever. You have to filter it first because once you pasteurize it, if you haven't filtered it, you're going to burn those yeast and it's going to taste like meat. So, so, so you have to filter it, then you pasteurize it, and it's going to take out tons of flavor. And I'm okay. wondering if that's really if that's what's it.
1: scrubbing out late. Might be. All that late flavor. It might be. Now, this one, um, anytime you do – you do, uh, this one is Valentine. Anytime you do a late edition hop, it should be the first thing you smell. Yeah. And I'm getting – I'm getting both caramel and hops on this one. I am
3: getting, I am getting some. What's hops. the color? It, What's the appearance? This is much more. This is goldenrod. I mentioned goldenrod earlier. Oh, this is. This uh, is like you didn't drink water and you peed in a cup. I'm getting. Uh, <laughs> I'm
1: getting the middle layer of a Milky Way bar, caramel.
4: Okay,
3: and, I can see and that. And
4: just the slightest bit hazy or am I? Crazy? Honey.
1: Solid honey. good honey. Honey. Honey is That is the color ah, you're looking yep. at right here. I'm getting that. a nice haze honey. Yeah. Golden there, blossom honey. So there is this, this re fermented? Carl, do you know if this is re fermented in the bottle little or not?
0: Bottle no, no, condition. I know it's aged on wood, or at least they put some sort of wood flavor in it. Um. Did he say wood?
1: <laughs> He's not even drinking. He's almost falling over on a table. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Would
4: you say Ballantine is kind of woody?
1: <laughs> he said woody. I
4: did.
0: What? You might
1: be getting maybe. I don't think it's hop haziness. No, is it? but this does remind me of a New England uh, <laughs>
2: style IPA. Uh, a lazy IPA. <laughs> 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 okay, <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs>
1: okay, let's <laughs> let's move
2: into
1: this. Uh, <laughs> let's shift our gears onto the Valentine.
3: This is a much heavier. This is. I remember this one earlier. I think we were say barley whiny.
4: No, actually, that was the Goose Island that though. I found uh, was uh, barley whiny. That was this one.
3: That was definitely this
0: leafy. One.
4: leafy? Best yet, Best not yet?
0: too bad. Malty, molasses, Barley. rum. Barley Those yeah. were your rum, descriptions right.
3: before. This is, uh, and
0: you thought this was the homebrew, Matt?
3: I did, yeah. yeah. I didn't. That's <laughs> no, because.
2: Well, yeah, let who it be known that Warren you. thought
0: A or F was the homebrew, <laughs> and that was A was. ah oh, I can't remember. Oh, it was Lion Coogles, Lion Kugels. or mine. The Lion So and he had it. 50, he was fifty percent correct. Yeah. <laughs> He's also fifty like, percent. He was like it straighteninger's cat. It straight straight, straight it's, it's either it's half dead, half alive. Oh,
4: yeah. Yeah. open the box. Yeah. Well, I'd that. rather be
1: half dead or half alive than a hundred percent dead.
4: Half to death. <laughs> that face, worn. <laughs> Ooh, let's not see that right, face again. See, so you got
3: a hey, guest?
1: Shut your face. Uh, Lowercase g. Lowercase g. <laughs> <laughs> g.
2: Wah, wah, wah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's finally getting it.
3: No, I'm I'm still getting that rummy sort of higher alcohol flavor that's Wait. coming through. I like What's
1: the uh, ABV
4: on this. 9.2. <laughs> no, it's not. no 40,
1: 7, 3. 46. <laughs> 73. 63. 72. 72. Oh, chisel straight that's, from That's
2: That was no 100% way. off on that one. Yeah. <laughs> not 50/50. No. <laughs> Um a hundred percent roll.
1: Feel like a weatherman. <laughs>
3: it's definitely it, it it tastes a little bit more up there in, oh, in alcohol flavor. It does.
1: And you know it does, and I like that it has the hop backbone to it back does. it
3: up. It does. It really does. Um it also has not just that higher alcohol flavor, it has a higher malty flavor. Yes. Um,
4: it, it approaches the, the double guys, IPA arena. It, it approaches it really does, like yeah. an
1: English ESB, like commercial ESB. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have you had witchcraft before? Yeah. Yes. Or Monty, have you had the Monty Python? I have. Yes. I okay. Have Roasted over burning witches. It tastes <laughs> so much like caramel. Like it's just uncanny caramel, like caramel bomb. Excuse me, caramel this, caramel that, caramel this, caramel that. It is caramel crystal malt all day long. But this has, day long it doesn't nice. have the, those English malts don't have, or those English beers don't have the hop, hop backbone that this does. No. This backs it up with bitterness. It does, but
3: the first thing, if you sit there and you sip it's on this, bitterness. the first thing that flavor. hits you, the first thing that hits you is malt. Mm-hmm. And then you sit there and goes, what's that in the background? And he goes, oh, it's a hop backbone. Oh, right? yeah. But there's no hop Flavor.
1: flavor or aroma? No, no, it's just it just is very little aroma, but bitterness. But yeah, it's no just aroma? all bitterness. Banging bitterness. Very little aroma. Very little aroma. I get, I get a fruity aroma, like a cascade. Now
3: there, there may, there may be some people in here who have, who are drinking this along with us right now that it may have also oh. have tried head high or overhead from cane aged in a bourbon barrel. Bingo. Ooh. Now. Mm. Whenever I aged it in a, in a bourbon barrel, it was a second or a third use, and it got oak flavor out of it. And I think we were we, yeah, we were just talking about how it this, had wood this flavor. Is,
0: they definitely put wood in this.
2: Um, they either so aged it like on Anderson wood or they Gun. put an uh, extra. <laughs> kind, yeah.
3: of, kind of, but this this gave a slightly oxidized flavor around the edges. It gave an oak flavor, and it pulled some hop aroma and flavor out and just left the bitterness. And people loved it.
1: So did you stick your out. wood in
3: it? I did not. <laughs>
1: You just said you had. You worked for Kane. I stuck you put my the beer, beer on,
3: in wood. In your wood,
1: <laughs> not the wood in beer. I didn't I didn't the beer put put in my wood. wood. In the beer, you got your wood in my beer, man.
3: No, my beer was on the wood. <laughs> your Wait, beer was on your wood either, all day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How'd that feel?
4: All day wood IPA. Wet. Wet.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was wet.
2: <laughs> Whoa. <laughs>
1: Nice. I'm sorry. Well done, Matt. <laughs> Let well that done. One go, Matt. Andrew W. Caitlin, I mean, I mean Matt. Yeah, Matt and uh, so, this is what happens after you do like six beer tastings. <laughs> and this is, six is like the third, th-
3: is it? No, fourth. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, fourth. You, you had a Welsh. whole episode
1: before this, this Matt. You know, so I think Carl's <laughs> on Wednesday? a mission to get us as drunk as we can get.
3: Did I don't
0: He's <laughs> paid for <laughs> the <that>. Must <laughs> be now, is it? The show, show doesn't get good until you
1: guys are ripped, anyway.
0: Well, people bam. just people fast forward to the first hour and forty
1: two minutes of most shows.
4: And just, just to get to the, the last fifteen minutes. Hey, it's like
1: a basketball game. You watch <laughs> the last two minutes of the show, you're good to go. Uh, right? <laughs>
4: you're all caught up. Yep.
1: No, especially last night. What? You watched the last two minutes, that's all you had to say.
3: Last ten seconds. Yeah. Now this 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 honestly, now that I'm starting to sit here and really think about it, it tastes like at the end, in the background flavor, I mean in the beginning you're getting that malt. You're getting that hot backbone. No. And in the end, it's just like you sucked on a dick. grape. No, not a dick. Wow. It tastes like you have a piece of grapefruit <laughs> rind in your mouth.
4: Hemp. Edit that out.
3: No, this is
0: staying no. in. No, it's staying in. <laughs> no, anytime Warren tells Matt to suck a dick,
1: it stays in. It stays in. It gets
3: emphasized right at the end of the episode. Dare I uh, say
4: it? This kind of su- this kind of tastes like when it, when it warms mm-hmm. up. It, it kind of tastes like an English. Old ale, strong ale. It does. It, it, wine.
3: it has a reminiscent flavor of that, but it has a finishing flavor of that grapefruit pithiness. Yeah, it
1: does. It has a pithiness to it.
4: Yeah. Not the flesh, but the pith. Just the I pith. Do, I do tend to like old
3: ale. Just
4: Why? the pith.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Archer's just this the fruit. <laughs> this fruit is got a lot of pith in it. <laughs> pith and vinegar. <laughs> pith and vinegar. No, there's no vinegar in this, god damn it.
2: Ooh, They're better than up. There. Ooh, there's smoke malt the vinegar.
0: Wait, no. Wet smoky, dog.
1: Smoky smoky rubbery pithy. <laughs> and wet dog hair. Stop being so pithy. And smoked malt. <laughs> <Pithy>. <laughs> Don't be No pithy smoke with malt. Me. There's
3: no smoke malt in Valentine.
1: <laughs> god damn it. No, that no, so seriously, if you were drinking this Valentine, you probably could drink the whole six pack and get really nice.
3: You could probably drink a couple <laughs> of bottles and get fucking ripped. It's, yeah, you, you drink right one now. bottle and get ripped.
4: Yeah. it's it's seven point two. You're you're going to get messed up if you try to drink this whole sick pack. Six pack. You six have to seven. have at least you, can, you can get at least messed. a couple burgers, and you can get really
1: messed up if you drink the whole sick pack. <laughs>
4: sick, bro. It is a sick pack. <laughs> That's sick, man. It is.
1: Okay, so do we Ooh. have any of yours left? We nope. Hold, it's on.
3: Gone. hold on, hold it's
1: on, hold
2: on. We
3: just yeah. had another two. We're gonna. There's one. There's one left. We'll do that after the break. Yeah. We need. We need a moment.
1: I need to go to the bathroom. (laughs) Yes. We all need to. I'm up to my eyeballs in pith. (laughs) You need (laughs) need a pith break. You need a pith helmet.
3: It sounds like we all need a moment, and I'm sure you do too. So, (laughs) don't you guys take a break? Please forgive us. uh, We'll all be back here
1: soon. Serious. Cue the
4: trippy music. Yeah.
3: Cue the music. We're we're out right now. (laughs) Sea crust out. What?
1: So cutting in now, um we are back Yes, yes we with are. a vengeance now that we're now, our balls are not floating, but Matt back. didn't get up to go pee. Back. Wow. No. So I have the bladder the size
4: of Canada.
3: No.
1: And he does I've got
4: not. one of a chipmunk apparently. Uh-huh.
1: Well, you're young yet too, so
4: Oh, it it comes with age.
3: No, it, it does. does not come Once with he age. Once you hit forty,
4: Warren would know it.
1: Once you hit forty, you have to take half a Viagra so you don't pee on your fucking shoes. <laughs> no.
4: Count me out. Take me out to the
1: pasture. Um, so moving on, this is by far probably the best IPA that we've had tonight. Um, according to the mass production of IPA, when we get into mass production, although wait, Sam Adams, is mass Jim, Cook would, five. Jim Cook would Jim Cook would Koch, Jim Cook Koch. would not agree with us, and don't say Koch because it's not Koch. Koch. Jim yeah, Cook. Don't say Coke. It's not <laughs> Coke. It's not Koch. It's Cook. Cook. Thank you. All right. At least it's according to him.
3: Jim Koppa.
4: <laughs> Jim, I <laughs> changed no, the no.
1: laws for everybody. And I want to be included in this craft beer movie. Uh-huh. God damn it, Compeller, I want. I,
4: I think you should be. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't enjoy most of what we enjoy today.
1: Bullshit. <laughs> Sierra Nevada,
0: Anchor, and, and Sam Adams. That beautiful Sam craft beer, Yingling. Yingling? Uh, n- yeah, I had that everyone end up being in the craft.
3: Yingling is in craft because of Sam Adams, guys.
0: Uh uh-huh.
3: Yeah, that's true. It's micro. Yep.
4: Well, we need to write a congressman and change those <laughs> laws.
0: Well, so here you go, though. You know, th- you think this is the best IP of the night or IPX uh, uh, of the night? Wait,
4: mm-hmm. who said that? We Warren,
0: uh, Warren and Matt, the ones, the experts. Oh, uh, okay. I d- I d- I, well, what was your favorite? Yours? Oh, well, that's that's not that. Mine is not the top five breweries in the nation. Mine is. Uh, you remember how uh, I I, Jim, I Jim Cook used to have the commercials? Well, well, you're the they, writing. Th- the big guys spill more beer than I brew in a year, right? Yeah. Those guys have more evaporating steam in 14 seconds than I brew in a year. So. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it, uh, honestly, it, it's, it's nuts how much spilled beer they call, like, oh, it's .005%, so therefore it's nothing. Right. Matt, they
1: have a brewery the size of yours that they do for experimental beers. That's their experimental no, beer. No, they
3: have a brewery twice the size of mine. Right, 30-barrel. For burrow. experimental right. no, they do. Yeah, they do. I know they do. And yeah, they, they, fun they flush
1: it down the toilet when it's not good.
3: Yeah. Oh. That's well, alcohol abuse. No, it's not scary. It's money. So talk about this here beer.
4: Here beer. Here beer here. Here be beer. Go ahead, Matt.
3: Beer
1: here. I'm cleaning okay. my teeth.
3: <laughs> yeah, I know you are. Um, so we got Rebel IPA in front of us right now. It's much more mellow on the back end. So you're you've got graininess in there, but not not a ton, and you don't have a huge bitterness background. This is more toward the hop flavor. Uh, not very big in hop aroma on this one. There is hop aroma in there, but it's not huge.
4: Nice uh, grapefruit, yeah. kind yeah. of a citrusy flavor. But
3: there's fla- it's it's. It's in the flavor. The other ones were all sits-on-your-tongue, bitterness that lingers on through. This one didn't really have that. It had some bitterness in there, but it was mostly hop flavor, which was very different from any of the other beers that we've had before. And I think that's what I liked about it. When I think IPA, uh, I think hop flavor. That's what I push through. When when you think
4: modern... IPA.
3: I do. Well, yeah, no. But wh- when I think, if I'm going to make an IPA at my place, if I'm thinking IPA, if I'm going for an IPA that I want to drink, I think hop Flavor.
1: So, is it a different type of IPA? Was that a question? We, in yes. what way? So, what, what do you mean by that? We've talked about this, Matt, you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, in our conversations we've had, we've discussed things like, okay, so when this whole phenomenon of IPA occurred 10 years ago, 15 years ago. Whenever it started to really snowball into effect, IPAs were made with the IBUs coming out in the front end. Everything bittering. As of the advent of experimenting and hop bursting and knowing when the hop flavors would come out and learning, learning how the hops were supposed to be used in these kinds of beers. No. And I still think I still think that that's going on mm-hmm. where we're still learning about oh, we are definitely. more extrapolation of hop oils and flavors and aromas um and having this come out well,
2: well western
1: what? IPAs western United States IPAs northwest IPAs are considered to have more aroma and flavor uh, or more flavor and aroma as opposed to more bitterness bitterness and when you say East Coast IPAs, you're kind of left in regard to the earlier types of IPAs yes. that are made. Now, yeah, yeah, we, talked about, yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. talked about this? Yes, we talked about
3: this. Now this is starting to hit me. Um, the original types that we were talking about, are, or when, when me and Warren were talking about a while ago, this wasn't even any time on the, one of these episodes. It was just a side a side topic we were talking about. It was almost like, uh, for anybody out there that really knows electrical engineering, I was talking about it in terms of current, where when current when you see current moving forward it's actually the opposite of the electron movement going backwards it's everybody thought west coast IPA is the first thing and then their immediate thought was east coast IPA as the other where east coast IPA was originally the first and west coast IPA came after it mm-hmm. it's just people thought once they tasted hop flavor anything else was a different type of IPA mm-hmm. the original was bitterness No flavor, no aroma, no nothing. It was just bitterness in the background. Mm -hmm. And then the West Coast said, you know what? Let's throw this at different times. Let's let's add these different types of hops together Mm -hmm. and create this flavor that is phenomenal. And it's just hop flavor. Mm -hmm. And to me, hop flavor is as varied as malt flavor. Mm -hmm. So to throw all of this under one category of... You have so many different styles of beer of mul- uh, uh, that, that are multi beers. Mm-hmm. And they have, you know, 20 different names. And then you have three names of pale ale, IPA, and double IPA. But they all are hop flavor. To me, is ridiculous. And I think eventually it's going to change. And John's waving his hand over me. He wants to talk about
4: it. I didn't want to <laughs> cut you off because you're making <laughs> an important point. But uh, wait, do we have to give money to people when we plug things? No. No? Good. Um, I think what you're talking about links up very well with the uh, modern and retro IPA by Evil Twin. Mm-hmm. The retro is a, uh, I, if I remember the uh, marketing on the back of the can correctly, it, like a 1985 recipe for an, okay. for an IPA. And the hops are all in the back, and it's all for bitterness, and there's no aromatic aspect to the hops. And from what I remember, it's the same grain bill as their modern IPA, but the hops are all on the front. It's all aromatic, and it's all flavor, and it's definitely more fruity and juicy. Yeah. And the bittering aspect is there, but it's treated in an exactly opposite way of the way the, mo- the retro is. Okay. And I think that's a, you know, y- well, you're y- talking about y- yeah. r- East Coast versus West Coast. This is not a rap feud, but you know what I mean. No, no,
3: no. I, I, com- I completely understand where you're coming from. It, it's the different way of treating the hops. And the flavor, I mean, you can go out to a place, and, you, and that, that's why IPAs are such a big style of beer right now. Yeah, some people don't like them because they don't like hop flavor or they don't like bitterness or whatever. But you can um, find
4: things that aren't.
3: But, yeah, exactly. But
4: Like the, Hop Hammer.
3: The thing, <laughs> the Hop Hammer, I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, well, that's a whole, that could be an episode to itself on, uh-huh. on, on the the beer that Warren and, and Bavic brewed. But um The beer that Bavik brewed. Yeah. Um Warren but, but, and Bavik, thank yeah, you. Yeah, I said that. Don't worry. I know you did.
4: Um the It sounds better that way. Yeah.
3: <laughs> the, Get the, out! The, <laughs> the the uh hops are so varied in flavor. I mean, people say that cascade there's cascade and centennial centennial is a super cascade there, there, there's grapefruit flavor citrus flavor watermelon flavor there's tropical, tropical flavor fruit flavor yep. all this sort of stuff in in hops and yet we still say if someone brews something with tropical fruit flavor citrus flavor spicy flavor earthy flavor uh it's all ipa if you use it in one way and i think that it, it's too specific or not specific it's too broad of a category it needs to become more specific. We need to create these yeah, other that's flavors. That's just the opposite of what yeah. you were saying. I know. It, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it needs to be more specific. It needs to break it down. It needs to break these things out. You have, you know, an amber ale compared to a Bach compared to a barley wine are very different. But yet, all of a sudden, if you take those in terms of hop flavor instead of malt flavor, they all fall under the category of pale ale. Or they all fall under the category of IPA. And um, I, I just think that hop flavor is such a new thing. That it has yet to really be understood, and people think that oh yeah, you know there there's so many different types of hops out there. We can, there are. We can do whatever. There are, there absolutely are, but um, when you really look at how hops are created right now, it takes depending on what hop farm hop program you're looking at, seven to ten years for a new hop to come out. So right now, with any new hop that's coming out, anything that's reduced that's introduced, we to the won't e-
4: see them until 2026. No, no.
3: Any new hop right now that came out was from seven years ago, at the very least. Right. So to see any new ones would be so six from twenty sixteen. That would be.
4: Well, I said on the 2009, long side, twenty twenty. Two
3: thousand nine. So think of two thousand nine right now. Um, wh- where were we in the hop hop beer move or craft beer movement? We were, you know, just getting uh, back into it. Yeah. Yeah. We were just really getting back into it, and that's where all the big hop hops are coming from right now
4: and sam adams was still pretty big in 2009 they, they were yeah
3: but all of these beers like you know mosaic you know sit i mean citrus been out forever but like all of these hops that are coming out right now that are really big they they were from a little while ago
4: there was no pacific, anything there was no pacific gem no in 2009
1: No, exactly. yes there was but, but i'll disagree with all that uh, <laughs>
3: You're saying right you now any of, any of the new hops that are coming out right now weren't weren't available back H, in the day.
4: HBC two ninety one. No, but
1: no. What I'm saying is that what we perceive nowadays in beer as new has been done with other hops. In the past. So in other words, in 2009, seven years before 2009, there was other hops that were coming on the market. So you're
3: saying seven years before 2009, there was a hop that tasted like Galaxy that you can make a gigantic tropical fruit bomb. of. I'm
1: saying that, yes, there is probably a new advent of hops coming out. It's been going on since the beginning of hops, since the advent of hops.
3: I know there was since the advent of hops. <laughs> but that was like right. so, But I'm saying something. right now. Try
1: again. It was 1192. No. But anyway. Um, <laughs> no, but what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to
3: say is that right now, with all the programs that we're right. talking about and the way they're introducing hops right now, any new hop that's coming out that's flavor forward and everything, because everything's seven to 10 years behind right. on the way they grow hops, right. Right. we're just introducing hops into the market right now from when craft beer was booming back in the 2009.
1: Craft beer um, had... I'm saying, so... The craft beer boom is an inclusion of a lot of people.
3: Mm-hmm. Craft
1: beer has been...
3: I know it's been out there forever. No, uh, just,
1: just As the just movement <laughs> of inclusion. Shut your hole. Listen to me. <laughs> yes. Just listen to me. Craft beer has been going on forever. All right, just give me a chance to explain myself. All right, he's on a roll, boys. Let's go. Even my fucking producer's making fun of me. Mm -hmm. Cluster was a fucking phenomenal hop in the 80s. It was like the best hop in the Mm -hmm. 80s. Let's say in 88, there was an advent. Let's say it was CL 201. Say that was the number of the hop. 1988, this new hop came out. It didn't hit the market until 2005. Guess what it was? Cascade. Yeah right? Cascade is now awesome. At the same time, they were developing a new hop, the Super Cascade. It had 10% alpha acid in 1989. It didn't come out until 2007. It was centennial. Mm -hmm. So now we have these I mean, this is going on forever. Oh, I know it it just, has. it just has now grown exponentially I know it has. in numbers. No, and I'm I know not saying I'm, that it's a new thing. I know yeah. I know that's not what you're saying, and I know what you're saying, and I'm agreeing with you, but it's been going on forever. It's just that now we have more and more people involved, so we have more and more varieties. And
4: you demand know, has outpaced production.
1: It, it has, but here's, here's the other thing. We didn't know, and we still don't know, the perfect way to extrapolate the hop oils no, out of beer. We, we still don't understand why Meersin exudes whatever other oil that's in there. What is, I, I can't even think of another name for. No, but,
3: but I mean, an, I was just at I was just at the the craft brewers convention last year. I mm-hmm. mean, this year I'm not going to be able to go because hopefully the brewery's going to be right, open. right, mm-hmm. not But last year we had Stone talking about all the different projects that they did, and it was a brand new thing of people. Taking one beer, putting one hop into it, brewing mm-hmm. it a few different ways, and and actually looking at it under a mass spec of how much of different hop oils came through, right. and then testing it back to what IBU they thought it was to compare to what actually it was, and right. and playing with these spider graphs of different type of hop flavors
1: and everything that came right. through, and
3: people are like, oh, that's a brand new thing. It's like, why haven't people experimented with right. this? This is. This is something that should have been out there a long time right. ago.
1: And, they, you know, they they did experiment with it. They just have the technology to do yeah. so. They didn't have that ability to, to dissect a beer and figure it out. So if you think that you're doing something, and my point is if you think you're doing something new, you're not. You're doing something uh, with more variety, yeah. with a, a better variety, um, uh, which is the advent of humankind. I mean, as as beers gotten better over the years, or as we've gotten older beers gotten better and it still will continue to to move on that that direction no
3: absolutely and and i think we're we're kind of talking on the same page when when i'm saying right now like you have the category of ipa right and it's so many different styles of hop flavors right. later on 10 years from now we might have 20 different categories of IPA that are broken down to something because IPA well, at that look, point might just be hoppy. Hops, look, at, hops, look at BJCP hop, guidelines.
0: Yeah, you know, we'll have chocolate-flavored
3: hop hops. We'll have
1: bubblegum-flavored hops. We'll have avocado-flavored hops. Not, avocado not flavored even just hops, I mean, even just hops with those flavors. I hope we don't have avocado flavors. You never know. Just, no, just look, at, look, at, look at the BJCP yeah. guidelines in 2015. They've broken down an IPA category into five subcategories.
2: Yeah.
1: You have red. You have West Coast. You have white. white. You have black. But at the so same time, you have... when you
3: think of those, those are all IPAs based on their malts.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. I'm talking about IPAs later based being based on their hops. Hmm.
1: I, I think that you might be onto something there. And I and think who knows down the road, there happen. will
3: be a breakdown of something like that because of all the different variations of hops. Because you're not just going to have a... Earthy a IPA, sit- yeah, exactly. fruity IPA,
0: when, citrus IPA. When we're IPA. sitting here
3: now talking about IPL, IPA, European-style Pilsner, mm-hmm. this, that, the other thing it's all going to be under different categories of whatever that's going to have a completely name i don't even know what the hell they're going right, to call it right, right. because it's just it's too broad of a category right now that's why that's why everyone's like oh everyone loves those ipas because it's practically half of what the beer category well, we, is
1: when well, we talk about the ipas and the categories that they put on <laughs> through with the goddamn teeth cleaning the um when you when you're talking about the ipas and and how the hops were used Originally, uh, the pale ale that was supposed to be shipped to India, this romantic story that we talked about and mm-hmm. touched upon, they loaded up their barrels with hops. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't during the boil. It wasn't during any part of the fermentation. It was a late hop yeah. It was uh, for preserving They aspects. stuffed them into the barrel to preserve. So they were absolutely dry hopping their beer. And when they got there, it was all aroma. So when you talk about an authentic Romantic version of what IPA should be. You're talking about a very nosy, hoppy pale ale. Mm-hmm. And then when you start to talk about beer, you start talking about uh, in earlier in the night. Not even in the 1980s. It was like early 1990s when IPA started to hit the market. People were putting those hops as much as they could in the beginning. Yeah, and I can remember in 1994 specifically going do I want five or six ounces at 60 minutes or do I want one ounce at 60 minutes and then try to break it up into quarter ounces going out? Yeah. And if I put six ounces in the beginning of the boil, it was terrible. It came out putrid. And there was nobody in their right mind that would drink something like that. But you fast forward 10 years in 2004, you put six ounces in the beginning of the boil. That's a staple IPA. Yeah. People would love it. Because it was in your face. It
3: was hoppy. It was big, dank, in your face, bitter, huge. Mm-hmm. It was that East Coast right. IPA that everybody right. was going crazy for before all of a sudden the Be- flavor hit.
1: Before before we started understanding
2: how hoppy How was. everything else came through. Right.
4: So, uh, you people in 2026 are trying to pass the Cicerone test. Good luck with that. <laughs> Considering what Matt and Warren talked about, about all different uses and flavors of Hops and IPAs. I don't even want to think about how many categories are going to be. Are there going to be uh, classification and being able to pass that test, which I will try to do on April twenty sixth. Well, I think.
1: I think like anything else, though, with that kind of test, again, you're going to hear subjective from my mouth. It is subjective. It is. Perception, oh, everyone's is. perception's different. I mean when when you're talking about a so test it can't be based off taste. It can't yeah. be as specific as you might think. Oh. It can't be.
4: Well, to be to be honest, I passed the tasting part, it's the written part that I didn't. And I also
1: mm. think that there are very few people in this world that have the ability to discern difference in flavor of where malt came from, where they, they do that with the sommelier. That astounds me super tasters yep super tasters are, yeah. i think it's there's a genetic v- very it's a genetic thing high elite tongue tasting group of people well i don't have it <laughs> Right, and i profess not to have it either i don't have that ability
0: you're saying people that can actually tell oh this this is uh this is golden promise not Maris Otter, right kind of it, yeah thing.
4: down wow. to that degree of specification down to that detail is yes. very
3: hard i can tell you if something was br- if if you made the same pale ale with An American style caramel malt or an English style, yeah, I could tell that because that's stuff that I have to be able to break down in order to put the recipes together for myself. You know, I want to know whether I'm going to make a European style or whatever. Mm. When I'm when I'm talking like, uh, oh, is this a a Maris Otter from this one English provider or another English provider? No way. That's where you're talking about. I don't know if I could tell the difference
1: between. Well, I probably can, but I don't know if I could tell the difference between two row and American Otter or Maris Otter.
3: I, I can tell the difference between those two.
1: If it's, too, if it's pale two-row from Germany and it's Maris Otter, I have a very hard time discerning the
0: difference. I was going to say uh, there's a, I think it's Great Western. Is that a malt company? Yep. Yeah. Great Western has a pale ale malt, yeah. which, man, I'll tell you what, as far as I'm concerned, it's interchangeable with Maris Otter. Yep. It is so hard to tell the difference between Very two difficult ones. to tell the difference. I mean, but if you but give looks me... looks-wise, maybe, like the size of the kernel or whatever. If but, you
1: give me Pilsen malt and, and Maris Otter... Right yeah. off the bat, I could tell right. you what's, right. what's yeah, what. Yeah, absolutely. Or, uh, clages or uh, broad, broad some, things. something yeah. like rare two row clages yep. or rare two row yep. versus marisotter. I could tell you the difference. Or clages two row and uh, and pilsen malt. I could tell you the difference. But if you give me a good pale two row malt from from Germany and a good two row floor malt uh, from England, England. couldn't mm. tell the difference. Mm. Could not tell the difference.
4: But uh, Two, three, four, maybe five percent of the beer tasting population can, and that's that's amazing. I but mean,
3: you, you have those people now working over at ice cream places, being able to tell the difference, and they're super tasting They got a million dollar right. uh, million insurance dollar policy power. on yeah. their tongue.
1: What's Budweiser? What? Budweiser? Huh? Oh sure. Yeah. No, Budweiser I mean. has those <laughs> tasters.
0: Right, no, I would too. I mean, if 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 my if my entire livelihood was based on my schnoz or my tongue or something like that, I'd be like, yeah, I'm insuring it too because I if it, cause yeah. it, once it's gone, I'm you know working you know uh,
4: people driving. People that probably driving
0: like I'm driving Matt's beer truck for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well,
3: uh, a million again. dollar
4: tongue. I think that's called a gigolo. <laughs> well,
1: again, a super,
3: uh, I hope not. <laughs> Because Colonel, if, you could Colonel taste, lingus. if you could taste thing that good, <laughs> you probably don't lingus. want to be.
1: <laughs> no, if you have a million dollar tongue, you're Colonel
2: Lingus. <laughs> <laughs> Colonel Angus, General Angus. <laughs> uh, so so S- getting S- back when it was funny. <laughs> getting uh, back, getting back to the a Rebel
1: man. IPA. <laughs> I mean, I got a lot of malt, but I also got a lot of hops. There's a nice balance between that, between the hops and the malt, and it really does. Uh, come through in this beer as a balanced beer, and there's nothing hoppy about it. There's nothing malty about it. It is a typical style that you would do for East Coast IPA. Except yeah.
3: you call it on West the bottle, Coast. West Coast. Style yeah, IPA. It's, it's
1: it's on a yeah. bottle. I know. It's I not know.
3: above and beyond to be a West Coast. No, That's it's the not. Thing. No. Mm-mm. And honestly, a lot of the stuff brewed on the West Coast right now is what I would consider. It. A, or on the East Coast, right? Is what I'm considering. Yeah.
0: Oh, West wait, Coast wait, style. Wait, yep. A Cloudy West Coast.
3: <laughs> well, that, that's
1: why uh, they call that New England style. Yeah. Oh.
3: I mean, uh, yeah. let's
1: just face it though. Um, to get into that a little bit, very. I don't want to get into it a lot.
3: I mean, I want to get into the point where I'm going to say "fuck you, people" for saying that shit.
1: But it's going to happen.
3: It, it annoys the crap out of me. It really does. If you're going to make a beer and you're going to. If you're on the East Coast and you're gonna make a beer that's gonna be, you know, flavor forward and fruity as shit, and it's gonna be great, and it's gonna be cloudy, don't fucking call it something else.
1: Well, for because years. you don't
3: know how the fuck to brew your beer and and filter it or or clear it out, not not filter it, but for years cold, though, cold crash it to the point where you can actually serve it because oh, I'm so popular I can't give my beer the time to be able to cold crash out to be able to. Put it into a can or bottle properly and serve it.
1: Well, for years, treehouse um, is like that. Well, apparently. listen. Before keep... this whole treehouse thing and this <laughs> yeah. other shit came out about, there was a beer called Hetty Topper. What's that? Fucking Hetty Topper. A Hetty Topper has been around straight for, from the can for years. And yes, yeah. exactly. They say drink straight from the can, and so you pour it into a glass. It? It looks so you like can't shit. see it because if you pour it into the glass. Back when they first freaking were making this They were like Don't drink out of a glass Because it looks like shit It's cloudy as fuck And we can't get that haze out Because we're pushing this beer Yeah, they're they're pushing
3: it out quicker Than they should be making it
1: Yeah, but see That was the whole thing though And they would sell out And sell out and sell out And then people people started trips People like me would start pouring the shit into a fucking glass and going, look how cloudy that is. But yet, yeah, dude. Fuck, it tastes so good. And, then, and, and I'm not there's saying that there's a problem there, right? there. I'm not saying there's a problem because there is a problem upstream in your brewing process that makes your beer cloudy. I get that. I understand that. And I disagree with them making excuses not to take care of that problem. Yeah. But what I said earlier, when the legend becomes fact, you print the legend. <laughs> And that's what's happening with this New England thing. And it's just, people are glomming on to this, and they're glomming on. It's, the beer's not terrible. It's no, not. it's not. It's There's there's a couple of damn good, cloudy there really IPAs. Are. But it's it's frustrating to brewers like you and me who have been around for a while and learn how to take care of those items and that they don't care about. Because they can do like two things to it. It's like another brewery coming out and saying, I have great beer. And you go in and taste that beer, and it's. Fucking mediocre. And they're not doing anything to take care of that. But yet they're doing business and they're selling a lot of it. And that's frustrating. Because it's all on the marketing because side it and it's not anything else. be better. Yeah. It can be better and they're not doing anything about it. Why settle for mediocre? Because it's selling. Because they don't have to do anything other than because mediocre. Because being mediocre allows them to sell more beer. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're making the mint. So why should they bother investing in more steps To make a mint when they're already making a mint. Then you're in the wrong business. You are,
3: but you're also making a boatload of cash right now. Uh, uh, Your beer takes five days to put out into a can. Or it takes seven days to put out into a can. You put it out five days and you increase your marketing committee, and they say, you know what,
1: that's just as good.
3: Or you take that extra two days, you crash it out, make it a little bit clearer, tastes exactly the same.
1: Now let's make it legit. Let's now call it a style. And that's what's happening. That's and exactly what's see happening. You'll see exactly that transformation. People being lazy,
3: yep. putting a beer out that's not finished but yet. Would it, would like it you, taste
1: like Here's God. a question, right?
3: People, wait, would wait, it taste wait, the wait, same? Wait. People like you. Cloudy.
1: Yes, probably not. It, it probably tastes better. You, would, you? I'm not saying I'm not putting you down, or you down, or you down, or me down. But people who aren't in the know don't give a shit about cloudy beer because it tastes fucking good. It does. And that's rightfully so. And I don't care people who don't even want to know. And that's that's, that's fine. the contradiction. That's perfectly fine. No, it's, 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 a hefe, hefe, a it's a
0: hefeweizen. Wait. Exactly. No. It doesn't matter. No, no but people but police, look at it but that they, way. They, but they people,
3: don't. there's a cloudy who, beer out there. There's a Belgian wit. There's a hefeweizen. This is it's cloudy. Therefore any other beer can be cloudy right. and it still be great. It doesn't
1: matter. It doesn't matter that's to That's the way they're looking at and it. And that's fine. And I agree with that 100%. If a cloudy beer is phenomenal in flavor, versus a beer like Goose Island is clear as fuck. Yeah. And this beer is made by a craft beer, and this beer is made by InBev. And you're a craft beer lover, oh. and this beer is awesome. Who are you gonna buy? Yeah. Yeah. So that Option just C. that makes that legitimate that that legitimizes that whole process for them. And it sucks because people who have been schooled in the process are feeling like they've been shafted.
3: You take your extra two days and you finish the process and you make your beer the proper way and it will be even better. Why?
1: If I can sell out.
3: Exactly. Why? No, but that's the whole thing. Right, but 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 why? So answer my question, though. Answer my question. No, but that's the difference between making beer and making making extra cash.
1: Right. Well... So... it, Why? It's
3: your mentality.
1: I know. No, so it,
3: it, it honestly, it's not a question on me. It's not a question on anybody. It's it's what's your mentality? Do you want to make fantastic beer, or do you want to make it a little bit better and make
1: it right? Let me let me put you to this. You're on a crunch, and I'm just saying this hypothetically. I'm not saying this is fact. Yep. You have borrowed one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. You're or on one hundred and seventy-four thousand dollars, and you're. Four days out, or you're a week out, which is gonna cost you another five grand from producing that beer. But you decide to make the executive decision to put that beer out today. Well, there's a difference at that point. There is a huge difference at that point. See, now you're
3: contradicting no, yourself. No, I'm not contradicting because you myself. Just, you the people just that are said, making the people that you were talking about before that were making heady topper and pushing it out two days before it could have cold crashed were not sitting there going. Oh, I need to take out an extra loan of
1: $4,000. They might have it the first time. Of course they did the have. first time because their building was underwater so then, and they brought shit back. So then, why would they change that process for the second time if it sold out? They wouldn't.
0: So here's the thing. Because they be, be, opened up their
1: brewery well, to make money in the very beginning. So here, here's,
0: here's, That's the uh, the, difference. here's the thing I bring up every goddamn episode, and people are sick of hearing it, I'm sure. <laughs> right? Which is there are four thousand five hundred and seventy two breweries in this fine country or however the heck it may yeah. yeah, be there are at this point, right? And yeah. Uh, and if I got this tiny little edge because somebody likes my cloudy beer, I'm gonna make it cloudy every goddamn time. Because you know what? Hey, it's cloudy, therefore it's better. It's right. blue, therefore it's better. Right. It comes in a can that's, that's 22 and a half ounces, therefore right. it's better. Right? right? I'm going to keep doing Everybody's it. Everybody's trying to find Everybody's it. Everybody's too because it's me and the saturated market of IPAs right. or whatever, right?
4: Because every brewery has an
3: competition. IPA, right? Yeah. There's, there's a fine line Demand right now because of how many breweries there are out right. there right. on marketing yeah. and beer quality how you make it right. how you put it out there it's all it, everything comes down right. to marketing right. in the end and right. when i'm looking at it and how somebody else is looking at it is going to be completely different right. i'm putting it at every i'm trying to put everything out there in terms of the best quality of every style you can get because i want you to try all these different right. beers and find what you can have right. someone else is trying to make a new beer style someone else is trying to make you know whatever crap they happen to throw out there in terms of a recipe and eccentric, say you're going to love this
1: eccentric beers <laughs> for cool. eccentric people. So anyway, Who no, I, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, no, I mean, so, so for me, my whole euphoric, romantic version of American craft beer would be to have a brewery every block in every town, just like it is in Europe, and that'd you be great
3: go, if every block, every brewery just made enough money to sell to their local towns.
1: So yeah, exactly. That's what yeah. I mean. Like so so if you if you take for example Germany. just Cologne, for example, Cologne, Germany, and you, you go there, what are you drinking? You're drinking, You're drinking Kulsch. Kulsch. Because that's the town's beer. That's what's made there. Yeah. And so when they you go made to Dortmunder? They made beer. You Dortmunder. They uh, made oh. beer for the water that was produced in the town. Mm-hmm. In the United States, they're making the water to produce for the beer that they want to make. They mess with the water. Which is totally different.
3: You got the Deuce of You
1: got so the Wonder Loggers. Right. Yeah. And I have this argument in my mind all the time. Is it, do you bring the water to the beer or do you bring the beer to the water? Ooh. So I think that's what it comes down to.
3: But nowadays. And now, you can change the
1: stuff. See, there you go. I understand. You can strip it out. You know what? Exactly. Not, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But if in Hackensack, what I'm going to try to do, if in Hackettstown, New Jersey,
0: yeah. the only kind of beer you could get was a lager because the You'd water be here. Fine. Sorry, a pilsner because the water here was whatever, right? Because it's nice soft water. Strictly right? for pilsner, right? <laughs> We're, you know, this is America, guys. I'm not gonna be satisfied with one kind of beer in my town, right? No, uh, no I mean that's just the way it is. I don't you know, I don't want one flavor of bubblegum either. Right? So th- that's that's the that's the thing, is we Fortunately I
1: think there is only one flavor of bubblegum. Well, all right, fine. There,
0: <laughs> one of chewing gum, gum. Chewing, of chewing gum. Sorry. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. But <laughs> my my point my point is this is that is that we like the variety, right? So we do like so the variety. So so the whole we're not gonna try beer. to brew the beer just to this town, right? I or this agree. region. So doesn't but that
4: invalidate
1: the Cloudy beer is a bad argument. No. That doesn't validate it in one aspect. In another, it doesn't because ah. it's a brewing process that you can take care of that cloudiness. However, if
3: Cloudiness you... is not the issue of the region. No. Cloudiness no. is the issue that's of the true. brewer that's selling it. The big thing that we're talking about right now is the water profile moving yes. forward to create a beer style. Right. Now, if I wanted to, I can create Hackett's Tolsh. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever the I'd heck like you to, want to call it. You know
1: what, Matt, I'd like to try with, that. With Hackettstown you can create a, a myriad of beers in their mm-hmm. Hackettstown water. But the
3: thing so is there. is oh, if, hmm. if I wanted to brew one if I wanted to brew every beer that I made once one way, one you know, brewing process through everything and one of them stood out among the others, that would be the Hackettstown beer because that one is better than anything else. The wonder that we have today is that we understand that there are multiple different ways of brewing your beer, yeah. mm-hmm. and there are multiple ways that I can change everything. I can, If I wanted to, I can pull in a whole different RO system, or whatever the hell I want. to. But even if I wanted to just change the brewing process, I could still make multiple different styles of beer off the same sti- type of water, and therefore make different beers properly using the same water. But if I brewed everything the exact same way, eventually, within the Hackettstown area, if I wanted to... Exp- expand out 15 miles or something like that within a 15-mile radius, I would create within this region, or all the other brewers would create within this region, the Hackettstolch, or whatever the heck you wanted to call it. Eventually, it would become a specific style of beer if we all brewed it within a certain way. And that's what happens over in Cologne, or over Mm -hmm. in Dusseldorf, or over in Dortmunder. Wouldn't
4: that be cool, Matt?
3: It would be awesome, and I would love to do something along that process to create something in Hackettstown, but along that route, I'm also going to be changing the way I'm brewing my beers. I'm going to be adding different things into stuff so I can make different styles of beer to make everything under
0: the sun. I can tell you right now, Matt, Hackettstulch is definitely going to be a cloudy beer. (laughs) It's not going to be a cloudy beer. No, Not if I has
4: anything to do with it. I can guarantee
3: to you it won't be a cloudy beer. It will be blue. If if Hackettstulch... It's what's cloudy? I'll give you money. What's
4: frustrating? <laughs> you least, sure you don't want to call it Hackett's Bach?
1: <laughs> At least a
3: dollar. What's I'll frustrating to me is that
2: <laughs>
1: there is great wide acceptance among the masses of people to have this cloudy beer. It's very hard to accept that when for years you're trying to create something that's as clear as a pane of glass. I, I
0: think that go, I mean, but are, are, and, is it getting? Isn't <clears throat> that called Budweiser? Y- you know. Is it going back too much to the romantic idea? Not a romantic idea. Is it going back too much to the Reinheitsgebot or whatever the heck? Which is, this is the German purity law or this is the way we've done it for a million years. Therefore, it should only be this way moving forward. Don't forget. Well,
4: Germans don't like change anyway. During the Reinheitsgebot. But but I'm just saying. During the the, the the, the,
1: Reinheitsgebot, there was allowances for people to brew wheat beer, which is Ah. not in the Reinheitsgebot. So.
0: my my point my point being this which is someday someday then, yeah. there's gonna be bubblegum flavored beer because the hops are it's uh, have, a bu- gum have a, whatever have a uh, fine whatever avocado beer because it's because oh. the hops have an avocado flavor yeah. whatever doesn't it, double bubblegum <laughs> right. right <yeah. laughs> uh, uh, and are we going to be saying, well, that's? Bubble. Are we going to be s- sitting here saying that's not really beer? When we were a boy, when I was a boy, you couldn't get none of this yes. fancy avocado beer. Yes. Are we saying that now about cloudy days. beers? Yes. When yes I was a no. boy, yes. there was no such yes. thing yes. as a cloudy yes beer. No. You know, yes we, you, yes. you've got this homebrew movement in America, right? There's uh, forty five thousand, whatever the heck it is. You know, yes. AHA members and who knows how many real homebrewers yes. behind that, right? When you got that many people, they're going to come up with some funky ass shit. Let's eventually. put it this I'm, way. I'm sure. Let's put it this
2: way.
1: Pediococcus, right. Acetobacter, uh, Brettanomyces—they weren't wanted in yep. beer 20 years, yeah. Yeah. twenty years ago. Twenty years ago, people were like, "Are, are you now. kidding me?" Yeah. Now it's just fucking. Let's load it up with that shit. Yeah. yeah. Let, no. Yeah. No. Let's I, open I up the fermenters.
4: Let's do cool shit. I'm
3: sure at some point there will be a a brewer specifically sitting out there who happens to, for some reason, be creating the clearest beer out there. Going. I really want to create an East Coast or or a North Northeastern IPA New England who's in New England that's trying to make for the hardest time a cloudy IPA Because that's a certain style. I'm sure it's going to be that
1: way. I can't see someone going, man, my fucking beer is too goddamn clear for this New England style
3: IPA. Dude, I'm sure it's going to (laughs) happen. And they're going to create a style. And they're going to try to hit that certain parameter. Because 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 there right now are lazy people out there that are going, oh, my beer is great. And I can push it out two days earlier and make it cloudy. Wait a second. BJCP
1: guidelines number 35 for New England style IPA. Aren't these supposed to be cloudy?
3: Yeah, no, it's going to fucking happen. You
1: got a three out of seven.
3: I'm telling you, it's going to fucking happen. It's going to fucking happen. There's going to be people out there, they're going to be looking For at clarity. this. clarity. They're, they're going to be looking at it going, oh, you know what? This isn't cloudy enough to be a New England IPA.
4: And people are going to be like,
2: why I can't, can't I make a New England you, IPA? Why
1: can't I make it cloudy? <laughs> well,
4: yeah. Matt, you just need to create a new style. It's called the Mid-Atlantic IPA.
3: No, because it's going to be a West Coaster. It's going to be a east coaster it's going to be in new england it's going to be whatever the hell we decide to go up because i'm sure new ipas are going to be so much more diverse than they are right now
4: we're up to six styles so we're, specific we're looking to hit 12 by 12 years so you're i'm have, telling you you're right gonna now have, it's going to be like 40 you're going to have like 40 <laughs> different specific be 40 styles of ipa yeah.
1: 10 years but
4: like carl said there's going to be a blue ipa eventually yeah. i don't
1: know i don't know if that will ever happen <laughs> maybe <but. laughs> blue in terms
3: of like a raw no, no, burger. No, flavor. no, they're, they're gonna, they're gonna. No, here's what's gonna happen. Blue they're cheese. Gonna, you know, uh, you there know, you th- go. somebody's gonna that cross. That'd be called bread. Somebody's
0: gonna cross. You know, purple carrots with, uh, with uh, maris Otter They're gonna come up with a purple <laughs> color grain, <laughs> right? And you know, carrots, you know they're gonna yeah. splice the genes together. You're gonna get, you're gonna get barley that's that's no, you're got gonna that get purple, a chimera. Gonna get a purple tint to it. And you're gonna be making purple beers or whatever blue beers. Skin right. carries. You know what I'm one saying.
4: One eye, one ear. You're gonna, you're gonna <laughs> have a New IP England purple I beer instead of an Irish right.
1: red. I mean, the, you're, gonna <laughs> have, you're gonna have a purple. And you know what? Purple, and, w- and at that point, you're gonna point have a New England purple. If the, gonna, if
3: the bottom New Jersey
0: purple. Yeah, if the Can bottom I a New purple, of New Jersey purple. the beer please? market, and there's your, eight thousand breweries at that point. We Call that
3: a NURPLE purple. <laughs> right,
1: right. <laughs> New Jersey perp. <laughs> no, but no,
0: and if the bottom doesn't fall out of the home, the brewing market, right? And yeah. there's eight thousand you
3: bottom
4: know
0: breweries at that. Well, you got to make is, yourself different. Well, no, the point. Then somebody's gonna be brewing goddamn red beet IPA yeah. and purple uh, wonder. Uh, they're gonna produce, try to find whatever, whatever they can get. They're Are you, get, you sure
1: Duke Law hasn't done red beet? They uh, use red beet. Be- <laughs> <laughs> <They laughs> <You know, laughs> well, you know. But, uh, fine. They, they use red beets already, <laughs> motherfucker.
0: God damn it, Warren always has to disprove my theory on things. No, I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Purple, purple so IPA. Gonna, it's going to happen, and and you know what? The more that we encourage, in my mind, the more that we encourage home brewing, and the more diverse people, t- t- get those, into the, that. the like gonna, be likely the more likely the purple IPA, <laughs> IPA comes out. Right. The more likely purple Countdown IPA comes out. Right. To when, purple IPA. when the HA has a million members someday, I guarantee you, the guy goddamn deal that we. Purple avocado flavored IPA out there, oh. and, and you know, with clam chowder Shit, in it. Shit, that's vomit. an idea, what man. If you entered that, chowder. if you that entered that in
1: today's, in you'd win. Best of show among <laughs> everything at the Gabf. As long as it's no, Gabf. Well, no, somebody says, says that. Actually, I was just Boston.
0: listening to uh, to a different podcast where they said <laughs> the that somebody somebody made, somebody made like uh, I can't remember what the heck it was, but it was like. Uh, Horseradish colch, and they're like people are like that sounds like it was gonna be terrible, and they drank it, like oh no the homebrew yeah that's this is pretty damn good well, horseradish did
3: rather decent they
1: yeah someone horseradish in it someone made a uh, real horse someone made something real like, like a, like real a clam shod- there was like a clam chowder IPA too I think, oh, think ah yeah. yeah. that's just wrong yeah. um, what the hell was it it was ghost chili pepper IPA oh yeah there you go and well, took first okay. Ghost face killer kill you oh ghost chili pepper mead.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's uh, what's that it? Moonlight Metery does that, don't they? Up in Maine or wherever they are. That uh, took first somewhere. in the media, yeah, they're, New Hampshire, they're definitely Vermont. somewhere. Yeah, they're definitely in the Northeast somewhere. <laughs> they're definitely <sighs> somewhere. All right, boys, this show
3: is like nine hours long at this point. <laughs> no, it's all good. We
1: know, know, we're the rails. Yeah, we're, it's all good. Uh,
3: we're going to keep talking about stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, so Save if it you, for the next If episode. you want to listen to us, tune in on uh, the cool ship, uh, sorry, cool shippodcast.com. Um, iTunes, Stitcher, Stitcher. Yeah, all
3: these. Glass glass uh, on radio. Our producer's going to really push the Instagram thing now. We are. And purple (laughs) IPAs. I got got a couple
0: pictures. I got a couple pictures of you looking goofy. I'll put them
1: on the Instagram. That's
3: all I want. On the gram that is instant. Just just instant grams of my goofy ass
1: face. (laughs) Stay tuned for a Blue Balls IPA coming up next. (laughs) Blue
3: Balls IPA. (laughs) I thought that was purple. Thank you, everybody, for listening. This is such...
4: A joy. I
3: when did we stop talking about Rebel IP? <laughs> <laughs> about an hour and a half ago. Okay. That's <laughs> what I thought. That's what I thought. That's about okay. right. All right. Thank cheers, you, everybody. Boys. This good has night. been way too much. Say no, goodnight, boys. Check out good my night, blog. boys.
1: Check out my blog. Check out John's blog. Yeah. John blog.com. John's, shoemaker's blog. Blog. John's blog. Got shoescom <laughs> oh, dot com. Jesus. John's Gearblog.com.
3: Tell tell us again, one hundred percent. What what is your what is your uh website?
4: John Shoemaker's Beer Reviews and it's a blog spot. Great. WordPress. It's yeah. a oh, WordPress. <laughs> Everybody
0: Holy crap at the end of every episode nobody remembers their website anymore. <laughs> every effing episode,
1: nobody can remember their website. Dot com one, university about. dot net and uh <laughs> cool i I'm sorry. www.coolshippodcast.com.
3: Love y'all. Keep drinking. See you next time. Cool
2: ship.
1: What? Out.
3: Fuck.
2: (laughs) Good night. Spike (laughs) the mic. No, don't spike the mic.
4: Sea Crest out.
3: factory fuck sticks. Fiddle
1: fackle shit stupid. Forever frolicking and frozen fig leaves. Fig leaves? Fuck your fucking fig leaves. Blinded by the light. (laughs) That's my dick. big
3: reflective surface is my dick. My dick has a beard. (laughs) Gandalf. <laughs> the rest of it's all good, but it's got a Fu chew. I just have two pieces of hair growing really, really long down the side of my dick. I can pee where I want to! I can leave my pee behind! If you don't pee your pants, then you ain't no friend of mine! You'd be surprised how much pee I can hold in my body.